Hello, Detroit. Nineteen minutes after the hour, welcome back, Michael Patrick Shields on a Firekeepers Casino Friday. Tony Cuthbert in the sports coming later. John McMurray's forecast for us too on the very first day of summer, the summer solstice, and it's long awaited. Let's just hope the forecast indicates. A summer day. It's 19 after the hour through the AT&T microphones. We are in downtown Detroit, the number one tourist attraction in the state of Michigan, and it's growing every day. And for a couple of years now, people have been saying, what's that all about? What is the Detroit Foundation Hotel? And Bob Landert's been nice enough to share it with us on the air, and he's standing right in front of us here in a Captain America t-shirt. You're Captain Detroit this morning. Thank you for having us here in the apparatus room where the fire trucks used to be in this building, I take it. It, they sure did, yes. Um, and Michael Patrick, thank you for being here this morning. We really, uh, really appreciate it. You know, one of the things that uh, is is great about our hotel, and really what we we try to contribute to Detroit, is just a place for Detroit's to gather. And uh, you know, this this place feels like Detroit. The fire trucks, as you mentioned, used to come in and out of here and service uh, the downtown area. And so there's so much history here, um, and and we just want to. You know, each and every day we just talk about uh, bringing people together under one roof uh, and bringing Detroiters together with travelers, and it's just been amazing. And by the way, we just passed our two-year anniversary. Two so years. So May 15th is amazing. Yeah. So It's amazing that you took a building that was a fire station and you put a boutique hotel into it, and a fancy one too, and a restaurant that could stand alone even without the hotel. That's right. It's it's really key to our, our to our model. We uh, the apparatus room is is uh, it needs to be a place for Detroiters, uh, a destination for Detroiters. Uh, that that's what brings people together. You know, the hotel is obviously going to uh, service folks that are coming into Detroit to experience Detroit, but we want to be a destination, and that's what uh, Thomas Lentz and our our culinary team has delivered, uh, is a place that people recognize, and the apparatus room stays on its own. You'll be amazed at how many people are here on a given night eating dinner, and they don't even know the place is a hotel in addition to the apparatus room. So that when that happens, we know we've done it right. It's right on the corner, right across from Kobo and Dara Collins. If you come into this building, it's like you're going into a fire station. It still looks the same from the outside with big red doors and so forth and when you get inside here it's kind of like a clue hunt because you have all bunch of little hints of what it was like when it was a fire station absolutely absolutely um that's what the great thing is and when people say they come here they they remember the history of this place and that and we talk to people that come and they stay in downtown detroit and they're like you know we really love being there because we can feel that history that it was a former fire station because that we've kept the red doors the, the original brick. We've got these great photos over here that show what the um, the hotel looked like back in the 1930s. And so people really, that really resonates with them, that Detroit history. Detroiters well, my are very uncle loyal. Denny used to come here in the 1930s. He's uh, attending this party that you're throwing this morning. Not really, just kidding. But he did do business here when it was a fire station. And uh, Jennifer Lee is the director of lifestyle here at Detroit Foundation Hotel. And I would dare say when we talk about Detroit being a tourist attraction, you are essentially an attraction inside Detroit in itself, wouldn't you say? Yeah, we have a lot of really great stuff going on here. I have the pleasure of helping out with the programming, all of our events, our arts, our collaborations throughout the city. So we definitely try to embrace every kind of corner of the community with arts and music 
food with our chef's table takeovers and really have something for everybody. So There was a band on the stage last night. Where there was. We had Miss Bev Love with us last evening. She has a monthly, monthly residency with us. She's been with us for, gosh, it's been a year. We started this last July, our apparatus after dark. Um, and it's always a really great night. She brings a really great crowd. We kind of flip this space into something different, um, and it's been really exciting to watch that grow. Tony Cuthbert, our beer expert and executive producer and orchestra leader, would be very proud to know you've got artwork all through this hotel that he would recognize anytime he picks up a can of Atwater Brewing uh, product. <laughs> yes, Mr. Tony Rocco. Yeah, he's been a staple with us since the beginning. Really great, really great partner of ours. Uh, Tony is uh, doing some amazing things, and we're ju- we were just happy to have his his art in our space. Just like all the other artists that we support in the local community, it's really important that we give them a place to be able to display their art. Uh, and Tony's no different. Um, Tony's obviously experiencing some uh, some great success, uh, and we we are so delighted that that's happening for him. Tell me the truth, because you've been in the hotel business all around America. When you were presented with the idea of working in Detroit, what was your first reaction? Oh, man, I was excited because I, I knew I knew that um, I, I had uh, done research on, on what was happening in Detroit, and I knew that, th- that our hotel was going to be the first boutique hotel to hit the market in downtown Detroit. So I, f- I felt like it was a huge opportunity for us to, to enter the market and, and uh, you know, uh, contribute in a way that I've never been able to contribute uh, before. There's nothing uh, like what Jen and, and Dara just mentioned is just connecting with the community in a, in a way that, in any of the other hotels I managed, I wasn't able to do it. Uh, and so this is just, it's been an amazing experience. Dara, this is sort of the anti-Renaissance Center. There's a big hotel in there that we've known for decades now in a fortress. And uh, if you can find your way to your room, it's going to take you a long time, and you're never going to find your way out. Okay, and that's just the truth of it, right? In this case, though, you pull up, you got friendly valets right there, and within steps, I think if you put your uh, pedometer on, you'd be in about 15 steps, you could be in your room. Absolutely. That's the great thing about the about the hotel is it's it's small, it's not overwhelming, but it makes you feel like home because, like I said, we have one of the best valet teams around. Um, they I don't are know incredible. how you do it, but uh, I haven't I've not passed a single person in here who hadn't said hello or something friendly. <laughs> We're very how do you proud train? Because you got a lot of business people listening right now who say, "How do you do that?" Listen, uh, you know, we, we, it's not it's not so much about us. It's about the individuals that are here. Um, Detroit has an amazing work ethic. Work ethic. Yeah. They, um, you know, the, the, everybody that w- is working with us is very proud of our contribution, and, and, and you can feel it. And we don't, you know, people ask me all the time, how do you make that happen? It's like, well, the, the, our associates are making it happen. It's because of who they are as individuals and, and who they are as, as uh, you know, proud members of our community. So um, it's, it's, it's not been that hard because the people are amazing. Our associates are amazing. It's who you you hire, isn't it? I was going to say, I think, too, we really enjoy working together. We have a lot of friendships within. We love being around each other. We get to do really cool, great stuff. So we have a lot of fun together, which I think shows a lot when people walk in our space. They can see that. Two years of being open, you've outpaced all expectations right here. True? We have. We have. We knew, um, you know, the market was ready for a boutique hotel. Um, but I, I'll tell you that um, probably just if, from the hotel side, um, you know, we've, we've done exceptional. But again, as we mentioned earlier, the apparatus room is really where it's happening. That's where we're happening this morning. And the police have estimated the crowd right now somewhere under 4,000. Not sure how far under, but the crowd will grow. It's Michael Patrick Shields, downtown Detroit.
A single sleepless night can lead to a big jump in the risk of mental health symptoms. A study from the University of Arizona looked at the sleep habits of college students. It found that each night of insufficient sleep raised the risk of mental health symptoms by about 20 percent. Loneliness went up 19 percent, depressed moods went up by 21 percent, and desire to hurt themselves went up 25 percent. Researchers say teaching college students about the importance of sleep on their health may help the situation. Your smart speaker might soon be able to tell if you're having a heart attack. Researchers at the University of Washington are developing artificial intelligence that can detect audio cues of cardiac arrest. The system is based on 911 call samples containing the breathing sounds that come with cardiac arrest. The new system would ask people nearby to provide CPR and call 911 if there's no response. The system may soon be available to consumers. The scientists have created a company to commercialize the technology. Lisa Carter, NBC News Radio. Health update, Kristen Marks, NBC News Radio. At Meyer, you get more of the things you want most, farm fresh produce, home decor, more free prescriptions, and more importantly, you get them all for less at Meyer. Why pay more? And Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and Blue Care Network have access to the most and best doctors in Michigan, as long as you have that card and you can take your family to practically any hospital. Learn more at the new bcbsm.com. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan where confidence comes with every card. John McMurray's forecast brought to you by Pure Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org on the very first day of summer. Good morning, Mr. McMurray. Good morning, Michael Patrick. Skies have cleared across a good portion of uh, lower Michigan with a fair weather pattern centered just north of Lake Superior. For this, the first uh, official uh, day of the summer season, summer will begin at 11.54 this morning and we do expect to see quite a bit of sunshine across the region with the temperatures headed to the 70s. Now there is another storm system tomorrow west. The rain pattern that was noted across lower Michigan yesterday has shifted off to the east across portions of the Appalachians, reaching into the New England states. The next of the series of storms located across the west and uh, northern sections of Nebraska. Showers and thunderstorms are noted throughout uh, portions of the Dakotas, stretching westward into Montana. And yesterday, at Big Sky, they had several inches of snow with the cold temperatures uh, throughout the higher elevations. Dry conditions are evident throughout the central and lower plain states and also the southeast Atlantic region. And today in Detroit, the Foundation Hotel with Emily Gale with the perfect weather conditions at anything out of doors. Temperatures in Detroit will be well into the mid-70s, also with quite a bit of sunshine. Throughout northern Michigan, it will be sunny today. Highs about 70 to 72. We stay fair tonight. Plenty of sunshine to start the weekend with mid-70s, even upper 70s for Sunday and Monday. I'm Michigan's meteorologist, John McMurray. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Political commentator and observer Felix Sharp Caballero has his ear on the former Vice President Joe Biden, who would like to be the nominee and president. By the way, Michael Patrick, I'm going on record on your show that Joe Biden will not be the nominee. Joe has a tendency to put his foot in his mouth. Joe is really beginning to show his age. I believe it's going to affect his ability to gain the nomination.
NBC News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. Congressional leaders have left the White House after getting a classified briefing on the increasingly tense situation with Iran. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer spoke to reporters. We told the room that the Democratic position is that congressional approval must be required before funding any conflict in Iran. Iran shot down an unarmed U.S. military drone. The briefing was in the White House Situation Room and President Trump was said to have attended. Officials say at least one person was targeted in a shooting outside a nightclub in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Multiple gunmen are said to be responsible for firing shots and injuring at least 10 people as they were leaving the Deja Vu nightclub just before 2 a.m. Allentown Police Chief Tony Alsaben says the incident was not random and said the community is not in danger. There's some surprise testimony at the trial of a decorated Navy SEAL in San Diego. A prosecution witness who was granted immunity testified that he was the one who actually killed an injured teenage ISIS fighter in Iraq in 2017. Navy SEAL Corey Scott testified that Special Operations Chief Eddie Gallagher stabbed the injured teen in the neck, but then he suffocated the ISIS fighter because he says he knew the teen was going to die. The Senate is moving to block President Trump's arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Several Republicans joined Democrats in votes to approve a series of resolutions, and the matter now goes to the House. However, it is unlikely that votes exist to override an expected presidential veto. Many lawmakers are angry about Saudi Arabia's reported role in the murder of Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi. The White House insists the Saudis need additional support because of escalating tensions with Iran. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. A Louisiana woman has died after her honeymoon in the Dominican Republic, and friends think it may be linked to the mysterious deaths on the island. Her death marks at least the 10th American to die after visiting the Dominican Republic. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Uber's making some changes to its app to help drivers. First off, there's a simulated trip option so drivers can get a tutorial even before they hit the road. Uber says their research shows drivers want to know how to earn extra money, and in that vein, a new option automatically accepts the next trip so drivers can more easily earn consecutive trip bonuses, and a new Today's Opportunities feature shows higher earning zones, places with higher foot traffic, maybe where an event is getting out. When drivers need to cancel a trip, now they'll be able to specify on the app why or what's wrong. The Hopper Travel app will now try to predict the lowest hotel rate for you at almost 300,000 hotels around the world. Add your travel date, destination type of hotel, and Hopper will watch for you and provide a notification when the price drops and it's time to book. YouTube will now let you virtually try on makeup. In the AR Beauty try-on feature, a split screen will show you a makeup review or a tutorial video, and a stream from your own front-facing camera will let you access a palette of colors, like new lipstick shades, to try on virtually. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC News Radio. Well, I don't know if we're 12 hours out of Mackinac City, but we're in downtown Detroit at Detroit Foundation Hotel getting ready for the Rocket Mortgage PGA Tour event next week and the fireworks next week and more on that in just a moment. More jobs, higher personal income, and a healthy economy. That's the focus of business leaders for Michigan. That organization is made up of the heads of Michigan's largest companies and universities, and you can learn more at Business Leaders for Michigan. And uh, the Wolverines will play today for a chance to be in the finals of the College World Series. That is a grand moment of the day, brought to you by Grand Hotel, America's summer place, where you can call 1-800-33-GRAND or go to grandhotel.com. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan, brought to you in part also by Consumers Energy. You can count on 
them. Bob Lambert is here, the general manager of the uh, Detroit Foundation Hotel. We're in the apparatus room where you're having a nice party this morning. It's slightly reminiscent of the old uh, J.P. McCarthy St. Patrick's Day parties where you have lots of local people. And one of the most colorful of all in the history of Detroit, because I know this hotel honors history by uh, maintaining the sort of fire station look, is Emily Gale, who's here with us now, the lady who invented the phrase, say nice things about Detroit. You know, if people call it a phrase, we always say it was a movement or a message. And it was a message we wanted everybody to know that saying nice things about Detroit doesn't mean you have to make anything up. Every day, all of us have a wonderful story about an experience we've had in Detroit. And that's what happened to me the first time I came to the Detroit Foundation Hotel. When they first opened, Bob invited me to come for dinner. I always get teary when I talk about this because, you know, Emily's across the street was just a block away. And we used to start our Emily Detroit runs right out here on the corner. Bob has up in his office a great big poster of the start line. So it was really wonderful that they reached out and wanted to keep that neighborhood feeling and let me be a part of the neighborhood, the old yeah. neighborhood that I was in. And that's what's so great about our Ohana that will be here throughout the day is so many of the people were part of the history and so many people are part of what's going on today. And Look Bob, at the paparazzi taking yeah. your picture here. Isn't that something? How about that? It's a nice party and yeah. a good crowd. And because the fire doors where the trucks used to come in and out, you've glassed them over so you get lots of nice natural light in here and you feel like you're a street side on, in the city, part of the city, as opposed to you know, looming above it somehow. That's right. We, I mean, this is, um, and, and by the way, this is, this is Emily's neighborhood that we just happen to be residing in now is the way that we look at it. <laughs> She's got some paper clips she'd like to sell you before she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we were very respectful of what was going on here um, back when Emily was running her store. And, and we, again, we, what we're doing here every day is just, is just trying to, um, to, to contribute to the Detroit experience for visitors and, and Detroiters alike. And, and having Emily in our court is um, a very humbling thing for us. Bob, uh, i got to introduce you to Tony Michaels. I know you probably know him already. He is a true Detroiter, too, and he is a big boy. But he's also now running the fireworks and uh, the uh, a classic car event up on Woodward there, the Dream Cruise. He's a very creative fella. And the Parade Company and Thanksgiving. And these are all part of the fabric of the city. And he's on our AT&T line right now. Good morning to you, Tony Michaels. Uh, good morning, Michael and uh, Emily and Bob. How are you guys? It's a Detroit good. morning, isn't it? It's just wonderful. Great. Yeah. You know, I asked uh, Bob a little earlier when, because he's worked in hotels around the country, when they said, you know, how about going to Detroit? What was his reaction? And he said he was excited because he'd heard about what was going on in Detroit, is the way he put it. Tony, you've seen, and Emily too, over the decades, what is going on in Detroit. Wasn't always great. But Tony, when Bob came into the scene here a couple of years ago, what was going on in Detroit and what's going on in Detroit now? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, a couple of years ago, it was beginning to really rock, and today it's really, really happening. All these amazing projects, all these great things happening. Uh, just, uh, we couldn't be on a better ride right now, and it's so great to be a part of that, you know, being present to steal the parade company and putting on things like the Ford Fireworks, the American Museum Parade presented by our van, and and watching what Bob's doing right there at the hotel and just across the region right now. And neighborhoods now are starting to kick in. Uh, great place in the city. Uh, it's excitement uh, on steroids, and it's really, really happening. We used to think that it was the Super Bowl that was going to kickstart that, but there's a, there was a bit of a lag between the Super Bowl and now. So, Tony, what happened? What, what, what was the turnaround? Well, I think I think he's got people, and look, uh, Dan Gilbert, God bless him, uh, 
what he has done and so many others, the Illitude, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, uh, Michigan, our friend Dan Left, who just never, never stops, you know, making sure that Detroit's on top and so many others, uh, DTE and everyone who just keeps kicking in. I think that, I think that the Super Bowl, uh, sent a message that we've got to even get better. That's what I think happened. And, um, and I think that everybody who had those opportunities to make it better has jumped in to make it better. I, I think that, that was really the beginning. I do. By the way, you mentioned Dan Gilbert, the founder of Quicken Loans. I read this morning he was discharged from the hospital. That stroke he had was four weeks ago now, and uh, he is going to continue his treatment in an, in an inpatient setting like that. Have you, have you talked to him or heard anything about it, and, and what do you make of the situation? No, no, really haven't. Um, they've been very private and rightly so. And, um, you know, just got to believe what you're reading and that he's uh, going to, you know, fight his way back and, and be the Dan that everybody knew and, you know, back doing his thing. You know, that's, that's the belief. Um, just got to gotta cheer him on every single day. Not too much happened. The legislature knocked off for the summer yesterday, but one of the things they did pass was uh, the uh, the Lodge Freeway. Part of it is going to be the Aretha Franklin Memorial Highway. Emily, I wonder if you ever met the Queen of Soul. And Tony, I imagine we'll, we may hear some of her music during the fireworks on Monday. Uh, I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, did you meet Aretha? Yes. What was she like? Well, I didn't know her well. I just did in passing. But I think, you know, everybody... Uh, have so many nice stories about Aretha. And uh, they go back, when I see some of the old video of her, then I remember her from way back when. And what a, a great celebration she had for Detroit at all times. We'll talk about another one of your friends here, Tony Michaels. President Trump is going to award the uh, highest honor you can get in the United States to Roger Penske. He's going to get the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And uh, the president said that he's won 18 Indianapolis 500s. He just keeps winning. And Penske at 82, of course, was part of bringing the Super Bowl here, a billionaire businessman, the owner of Team Penske and the Penske Corp, founded in Bloomfield Hills. But he, too, has been very, very vital in Detroit and continues to be so, and he's going to get the highest honor in the land. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what. I had this amazing opportunity at 14 years old to get to know Roger. In my days with Elias Brothers, we uh, did the concessions at Michigan Speedway when he bought the track. And we grew with him throughout and uh, I'll never forget uh, when he decided to go to Belle Isle. They had called me, and I was, you know, running Elias at the time. And he said, "No water, no electricity. What do you think?" And I said, "Let's go." And so we had a really nice relationship. Bud Tanker, his president of Penske Corp, and I are very, very close. Just been able to learn from Roger through the years, you know, watching him and what he does because it's all about greatness every second. And such a, a focused, wonderful, wonderful human being. And what he does, I, it's unmatched. It's unmatched in the nation, maybe even the world. This is so deserving. Well, Bob Lambert, that's that can-do attitude that you talked about in Detroit when Tony Michael said, hmm, no power, no water. Well, we'll give it a shot. Why not? Let's figure it out. We will continue with Tony Michaels and get the details on the, on the fireworks if you're going to come down on Monday. Emily Gale is here and Bob Lambert. We're at Detroit Foundation Hotel right across from Cobo one year from the Outdoor Auto Show next year. And has anybody had the first Bloody Mary yet this morning in the apparatus room? Oh, dear. No. Am I going to have to volunteer? <laughs> Stay tuned. It's Michael Patrick, Firekeepers Casino Friday. 
Say it again. This week, 10 for 10 is back at Meyer. Get over 1,500 family favorites for just a dollar, like Oscar Meyer Lunchables, Kraft Mac and Cheese Cups, Chobani Flip Yogurt, baby food from brands like Gerber and Sprout, Colgate 4 ounce toothpaste, and so much more. For just a dollar each at Meyer. Mix or match 10 items and get the 11th free. Why pay more? Exclusion Supply. See the deals at Meyer.com or in the Meyer app. When it's your moment, that once-in-a-lifetime moment, you don't just want jewelry. You can get that anywhere. You want a memory that will go down in history. Your history. Your moment. We're Metawar, crafted with exquisite style, quality, and love. So your present will be stunning every time you look at it. Every time someone notices it. And they will notice. We've devoted our lives to this art, and we're proud to share it with you. The gift you want to give is here. Metawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, Portage, and Brighton. Good day, folks. This is Captain Billy Shuffler. Welcome aboard Shuffler's Ferry for your trip to Mackinac Islands. Our cruising time to the island will be a quick 16 minutes. Your comfort and safety are our number one priority, so if you need assistance while underway, please contact one of our helpful crew members. For your next trip, purchase discount tickets at shufflersferry.com and save time when you get to the dock. Thank you for traveling with us, and we'll see you on your return trip. Buy discount tickets at shufflersferry.com. Pure Green Lawn and Tree Professionals, your local experts meeting all of your lawn and tree care needs. If you have trouble with stubborn weeds, crabgrass, or just poor color, call 517-703-1111. No high-pressure sales, just knowledge and amazing customer service with many programs available to meet your individual needs. Visit us on the web at puregreenlawn.net to have one of our team members meet with you to figure out a simple, inexpensive solution. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The New York Times is reporting that President Trump approved military strikes against Iran but called them off at the last minute. Michael Crowley helped break the story. Our understanding was that this approval by President Trump uh, followed a spirited debate among top U.S. officials uh, in which key officials, including National Security Advisor John Bolton and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, were uh, pushing for some sort of uh, a military response. The paper says the operation in retaliation for shooting down a U.S. drone was already in the early stages when Trump pulled back. The Times says Trump gave the word to stand down as planes were in the air and ships in firing position. The strikes were set to target Iranian radar sites and missile batteries. And the Senate is moving to reject President Trump's arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Several Republicans joined Democrats in approving a series of resolutions, and now it goes to the House. It's doubtful that votes exist to override an expected presidential veto. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Detroit has respect now, and uh, part of the reason why is places like the one we're broadcasting from right now, Detroit Foundation Hotel, the Apparatus Room, right across from Kobo. And Bob Lambert is the general manager. He's with us here, and Emily Gale with us, too, say nice things about Detroit. And we've got Tony Michaels on the line for just a couple minutes because he says, man, I got like 48 hours before this big party I'm throwing downtown Detroit. And that would be... The Ford fireworks on Monday. I wondered if you would give us the, the, you know, the skinny on what we need to know about attending those fireworks, sir. Well, I'll tell you, uh, the fireworks themselves kick off uh, 
at 9.55. We urge people to come to downtown early. Uh, Hart Plaza opens at 2 o'clock, and they will close it when it falls at the Detroit Police Department, who's just been wonderful, Chief Craig, and all the great officers. Bell Isle is accepting cars beginning at 2 o'clock. They're only taking 3,000 cars, and every year it fills up. One has 3,000 cars. They get to park on the other side of Jefferson, walk over the bridge, and then there's places all down downtown, you know, to watch the great show. So uh, we have the same 24-minute show, but it is jam-packed with uh, uh, fireworks and uh, choreographed to a team for the music. And uh, many people are going to join the show more than ever before. Sports fireworks are really on top of the nation right now. We're so proud of that. 10,000 pyrotechnic effects is what they are called in the report I'm reading by Crane's Detroit Business. And, oh gosh, you know, because summer starts today, this is the longest day of the year. Monday's not that much different. So it doesn't get dark till very, very late in this part of the country. So uh, you get plenty of time to get down to Detroit and leave when you like. Uh, the uh, article that I'm reading in Crane's also said there is going to be a goose bump moment. What will that be? I can't tell you. <laughs> I, 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 you know, look, I, I start on that music in December, January, February. We uh, turn it over in March to uh, Zambelli, to Patrick Perot, the choreographer. We then discuss the music, the feeling, the, the hard hits, the softness, and he reads mine. He knows exactly where, where I'm going with the show, and I understand where he wants to go. And So uh, I think there's going to be a couple of moments in there where you're going to go, wow, I feel so good about our city. Well, I understand the company you're using has done the fireworks for the Olympics, the World Cup, Formula One races, so you haven't... You never fool around. You always do things first class, and we sure appreciate it. That'll be Monday, uh, downtown Detroit, at uh, starting at 9:55 p.m. And if you were, is there a point during the day when you would say, "Okay, better not try to get down here"? At what time would that be when you would say it would be impossible to get near the city? Oh, I, I would keep coming. Um, the the, the uh, police department has put out that it, if they have the you know the plan if if traffic is too heavy shut the roads down at 6. Um, what normally happens, though, and we're going to run into this again, uh, they're going to be um, saying that there might be the possibility of scattered showers. That slows things down with the early arrival, and people do come a little bit later. We've been through this every single year with the forecast of scattered showers. So people do come a little bit later. We still urge you to come early because it makes sense, and you could get shut out on the road. You really can Okay, Tony Michael says come to Detroit because Emily T. Gale says say nice things about Detroit, and that's one of the reasons. Uh, Dara Collins is here with us again from Detroit Foundation Hotel. You brought a special friend with you here. And if you would introduce her, please, that would be swell. Absolutely. This is Angela Lugo-Thomas, and she's been an incredible partner of ours um, from the beginning. She's part of Girl Trek, uh, which is an incredible organization that works with women of color in maintaining health. And they get out and they walk together and exercise together. And so she has helped lead our urban hikes that we do here at the hotel. We just had oh. one in February. Mm -hmm. And an urban hike is what basically is a walk downtown 
with new friends and old friends together, and we explore Detroit. So many people have, have, haven't been downtown in a really long time. There's gorgeous architecture, lots of history, and we kind of take them through that. And that's the great thing about it. Angela can tell you more. Angela, you'd be ashamed of me because I took a bird scooter around last night <laughs> to look around before I went to bed. Hey, that's a quick way to get around. So. <laughs> and then I stopped for a minute to walk around a little, and I went back, and the bird scooter was gone. Oh. So I did have so an urban hike to, back. Well, <laughs> what would be the highlights that uh, you would take somebody on, on a walking tour? Because these are very popular in right. any city you go to, from so Savannah what, what, to wherever. What's been fascinating is that there are a lot of people who have not been downtown in many years. And it's always more comfortable to explore an area when you're with a group of people. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why we decided to do the urban hikes. And then, of course, coming out of the Foundation Hotel with the great renovations that they've done and just introducing people to the space but we go along um, really we go along the route of downtown we go down to the river walk we go through Cobo we go to the monument that's at Hart Plaza we go through Hart Plaza walk up Woodward so get we to hit, see the river some yeah so we get to see the river Renaissance Center uh, we go to Campus Marshes we go through some of the wonderful buildings that they've restored downtown and then we just circle around and go through some of the parks that have been you know kind of revitalized so we just kind of ex- introduce people or reintroduce people back into the wonderful downtown area. Hmm. Pretty soon there won't be a Joe Louis Arena to look at when you yes, walk. Yes, that's true. And mm-hmm. I saw it as I came in this morning. Did it's, it's always kind of sad to see yeah. something that's been here so long disappear. But that just means that something greater is coming. Something <laughs> is supposed to come. And I guess they've asked for more time to put together what that will be, the organization that's going to create, I don't know what, down there. They've right. talked about everything from an aquarium to more uh, housing and Bob Lambert says, hopefully not a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually, we welcome uh, more hotels in Detroit. It, uh, it's the city. We could do some great events here, bigger events if we had some more hotel rooms. So we support that. Uh, Dara, when will the next uh, urban hike, how often do they happen? How can people learn about it? They can learn about them from uh, social media, so um, on uh, Detroit Foundation Hotel Facebook page, as well as the Apparatus Room. We post all of the events on there that you can follow. Uh, we haven't planned our next urban hike yet, oh. but it will be sometime this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are having, um, on July 10th, we are going to have an Empty Bowls workshop, which we will talk about shortly, and that's going to be followed by a Handlebar Detroit ride downtown. We can tell you about that, too. Okay. <laughs> and what's very special about the urban hikes is Angela and I, that when she was four years old, her grandmother used to bring her into Emily's across the street, and we reconnected a few years ago. Angela and I went out and took a walk along the river walk, and we clicked, like, you know what? We should do something. Yeah. Remember field trips? Permission slips, bag lunches, and field trip buddies. The thrill of the bus ride as it rambled along unfamiliar roads. Every bump and song taking us further from our routines and closer to new discoveries. Wouldn't it be great to go on a field trip again? To take time off, put our hiking boots on, throw our bikes on the car and our cares out the window. We can, in a place called Michigan, home to the longest designated state trail in the country and over 5,000 miles of hiking and biking trails. Trails that lead us through mossy forests that time forgot and majestic cliffs we'll always remember. Where every hill we climb, stream we cross and field we traverse rekindles our sense of wonder. So let's grab our best friend and give ourselves permission to take a field trip that's pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org.
The newest NBA superstar has arrived. Zion Williamson chosen number one in the NBA draft by the New Orleans Pelicans. The Wooden Award winner being called a generational talent after averaging right at 22 points, nine rebounds, two steals, and two blocks per game as a freshman at Duke. You know, as a little kid, you say you want to go to the NBA. People basically say you got to, like, have a plan B because the chances of doing it is just little to none. And for me to be selected number one, I mean, I, I can't dream it no better than that. After Williamson at number one, Murray State point guard John Moran, who hardly anybody knew about a year ago, was chosen second by the Memphis Grizzlies, and Zion's fellow Blue Devils freshman teammate R.J. Barrett went number three to the New York Knicks. That's when the NBA draft went off script with the Atlanta Hawks choosing DeAndre Hunter from the national champion Virginia Cavaliers at number four. The Hawks acquired that selection by trading three draft picks to the Pelicans, including number eight and 17 in the first round. Matt Stewart, NBC News Radio. Politics. This is a responsible first step in ensuring that our roads are funded. There will be ongoing conversations with the administration and the Senate, and I look forward to reaching a consensus. If somebody called from a country, we have information on your opponent. I think I'd want to hear it. You want that kind of interference in our elections? It's not an interference. They have information. I think I'd take it. Sports. The Toronto Raptors are NBA champions, and the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. Five minutes before the hour, Michael Patrick Shields, and uh, we've got an update coming from Tony Cuthbert. But first, I want to remind you that Blue Cross, Blue Shield, the Michigan, and Blue Care Network have a wide range of health plans that are flexible. They change when life changes, and you can learn more at the new bcbsm.com. It's Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, where confidence comes with every card. Well, you think they don't have a good field. They do for next week's PGA Tour event here in downtown Detroit. Uh, in Cromwell, Connecticut, at the Travelers Championship, Zach Sucker, or is it Sucker, uh, was in the last group of the day. He's your leader at six under par, shot 64. Ryan Armour and Bronson Burgoon <laughs> are trailing, and so is Mackenzie Hughes and Abraham Answer. And Kyung Hoon Lee. Okay. <laughs> now, Patrick uh, Cantlay and Bubba Watson is there, too, and Paul Casey, but they're not in the mix. So Tony Cuthbert will now up to date, uh, give you up to date on the who, uh, and what, when, where, and why of the College World Series and the brand-new Detroit Pistons. Yeah, I guess we could say, Michael Patrick, that this is a name you're not going to recognize. But, yeah, this was the Detroit Pistons' first pick in the NBA draft last night. Seku Dubuya. So that's all you need to know. 15th overall pick, six foot eight forward, 18 years old, last season played in France. And the uh, two former Michigan players, by the way, were taken last night. Golden State Warriors took Jordan Poole in the first round, so I guess it was a good decision for him to leave early. And then Ignis Brasdakis, the superstar freshman, Big Ten freshman of the year for that matter, is going to New York to play with the Knicks. And at the front of the draft, when as expected, Zion Williamson won, Ja Morant two, and R.J. Barrett at three. Now, the Wolverines have a chance to reach the College World Series final today in Omaha. Michigan's going to take on Texas Tech. If they lose, there will be another game. That's tomorrow. It will be the same two teams. Double elimination, and as you know, Michigan has not lost yet. But Michigan did defeat the Red Raiders 5-3 to begin the College World Series. The Tigers are back in action tonight. They are in Cleveland to take on the Tribe. Matthew Boyd gets a start for the Tigers. The NHL draft begins today in Vancouver. The Red Wings hold the sixth overall pick. The U.S. women's national team, 2 to nothing winners yesterday over Sweden in the 
World Cup, and that is also taking place in France. And P.S., that is a look at sports brought to you by Dean Transportation. Get your Grand Hotel Touch of Softness mattress at CapitalBetting.com. They'll steer you to a retailer so you can sleep back here on vacation all the time at Grand Hotel. More from downtown Detroit on a Firekeepers Casino Friday through the AT&T microphones. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The New York Times is reporting that President Trump approved military strikes against Iran but called them off at the last minute. Michael Crowley helped break the story. Our understanding was that this approval by President Trump uh, followed a spirited debate among top U.S. officials uh, in which key officials, including National Security Advisor John Bolton and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, were uh, pushing for some sort of uh, a military response. The paper says the operation in retaliation for shooting down a U.S. drone was already in the early stages when Trump pulled back. The Times says Trump gave the word to stand down as planes were in the air and ships in firing position. The strikes were set to target Iranian radar sites and missile batteries. And the Senate is moving to reject President Trump's arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Several Republicans joined Democrats in approving a series of resolutions, and now it goes to the House. It's doubtful that votes exist to override an expected presidential veto. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Another day of severe weather expected for your Friday for the Midwest and the Plains states. Strong thunderstorms, embedded hail, and damaging winds for cities including Lincoln, Nebraska, north to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That severe weather threat extends across Iowa, Minnesota, and into Illinois and southern and central Indiana. Temperatures near 70 in Chicago with clouds and some rain, even thunderstorms today. Out west, A pleasant day, partly sunny, 72, the high in San Francisco. Los Angeles, 70 with partial sun. Phoenix is hot near 103 with sunshine. Sunny to the north, 71, sunny in Seattle. Showers, though, as you move east through big sky country. Early day rain showers for the northeast today, 73, the high in Boston with some showers. New York City, morning showers, a high near 77. Mostly cloudy this afternoon in New York. Near 93 in Atlanta today, lots of sun. For the East Coast, from southern New Jersey south to Florida. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Carter. Details are emerging about President Trump's apparent decision to pull out of a military strike against Iran. There are reports that his order to call off the strike came yesterday evening against the advice of both Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and National Security Advisor John Bolton. According to the New York Times and the Washington Post, the operation was to have been in retaliation for Iran shooting down a U.S. drone. NBC's Richard Ingalls says Reuters has been reporting there may have been some last-minute back-channel talks that could have averted the military action. As this uh, operation was either being planned or uh, in its final stages before it was called off, that uh, U.S. President Trump sent a message through Oman to Iran. The strikes were reportedly set to have been carried out before dawn. At least two explosions and a fire have rocked a refinery in southwest Philadelphia. Residents as far away as South Jersey felt the blast, which occurred around 4 a.m. Eastern time. There have been no reports of any injuries at this time. The fire is said to be contained but still burning. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is not taking sides in the controversy involving former Vice President Joe Biden. Speaking at the Capitol yesterday, Pelosi called Biden authentic and said any Democratic candidate would be better than the current president. 
Biden is the Democratic frontrunner and is refusing to apologize for saying he was able to work with segregationist senators in the 1970s. Pelosi said all the Democratic candidates will have plenty of time to debate and explain their positions on a variety of issues. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. A couple of UFOs over Kansas City Thursday sparked an explosion of speculation. The two orbs were seen high above the city, and guesses ranged from aliens to weather balloons. Turns out the orbs were balloons launched from Maryland by the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, or DARPA. And summer's officially here. It's also the longest day of the year. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Apple might be moving into defense mode on China. The Wall Street Journal reports Apple wants its suppliers to consider shifting at least some product assembly out of China, possibly into Southeast Asia, so its supply chain can be diversified. But nothing's decided and any changes could take years. Among the many industries hit by the trade war with China, trucking. Trucking companies and drivers are reporting key revenue losses through 2019, thanks to the tariffs that took effect last year. Retailers and manufacturers front-loaded shipments into the U.S. at the end of 2018 to get ahead of those tariffs. Now, their warehouses and stock rooms are full and those companies are in the driver's seat. They say, I don't have to move it right now. I'm going to negotiate a rate that's a little bit lower than what I thought I was going to pay initially. And the trucker then is saying, okay, if I want to move that load, I have to be willing to negotiate and come up with a lower rate. With the shippers having the pricing power at this time, it definitely has an effect on the, the uh, our lower revenue. As Frank Holland reports, lower U.S. exports are also hurting trucking margins. Americans keep getting older. New Census Bureau data shows half of the U.S. population is now over the age of 38. Specifically, the median age increased to 38.2 years in 2018, a gain of one full year since 2010. It's driven mostly by a 30 percent increase in the number of baby boomers now over 65 and a decline in the under 18 population. The only state to see a younger median age, North Dakota, due to its relative population boom. It dropped a couple of years to just over 35. Maine has the highest median age at 45, up by two years, and Utah has the youngest population with a median age at 31. And if you really love peanuts, specifically planters, now's your big chance to show it with a shoe. For a very limited time, Planters is selling a basketball shoe with the word planters planted across the back and Mr. Peanut's face on the front tongue. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio. The newest NBA superstar has arrived. Zion Williamson chosen number one in the NBA draft by the New Orleans Pelicans. The Wooden Award winner being called a generational talent after averaging right at 22 points, nine rebounds, two steals, and two blocks per game as a freshman at Duke. You know, as a little kid, you say you want to go to the NBA. People basically say you got to like have a plan B because the chances of doing it is just little to none. And for me to be selected number one, I mean, I, I can't dream it no better than that. After Williamson at number one, Murray State point guard John Moran, who hardly anybody knew about a year ago, was chosen second by the Memphis Grizzlies, and Zion's fellow Blue Devils freshman teammate R.J. Barrett went number three to the New York Knicks. That's when the NBA draft went off script, with the Atlanta Hawks choosing DeAndre Hunter from the national champion Virginia Cavaliers at number four. The Hawks acquired that selection by trading three draft picks to the Pelicans, including number 8 and 17 in the first round. Matt Stewart, NBC News Radio. 
Another day of severe weather expected for your Friday for the Midwest and the Plains states. Strong thunderstorms, embedded hail, and damaging winds for cities including Lincoln, Nebraska, north to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That severe weather threat extends across Iowa, Minnesota, and into Illinois and southern and central Indiana. Temperatures near 70 in Chicago with clouds and some rain, even thunderstorms today. Out west, a pleasant day, partly sunny, 72, the high in San Francisco, Los Angeles 70 with partial sun, Phoenix is hot near 103 with sunshine, sunny to the north, 71, sunny in Seattle, showers though as you move east through big sky country. Early day rain showers for the northeast today, 73, the high in Boston with some showers, New York City morning showers, a high near 77, mostly cloudy this afternoon in New York. Near 93 in Atlanta today, lots of sun. For the East Coast, from southern New Jersey south to Florida. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes state, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. I am world correspondent, Nikki Siavatoni. This is meteorologist, John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Well, thank you for having me on, though, this morning, Michael Patrick. Hope you have a great weekend and all your listeners. Thank you, Michael. Good to be with you and to be with somebody who uh, who knows the big names in Michigan. J.P. McCarthy, Dick Burton, you've worked with the great ones. If you are considering buying a car, I hope it will be an American car. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Good morning, Michigan. A very pleasant Firekeepers Casino Friday to you. Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T Microphones. The Dow was up 249 yesterday, the Nasdaq up 64, and the S&P up 28. That's good news. And the best news of all today is the first official day of summer and the longest day of the year, the summer solstice. And because we're in the northern states, we're going to get like an hour and a half more than the 14 hours of daylight the rest of the country will get. So enjoy it while you can, and we'll get John McMurray's forecast to see if this first official day of summer is going to seem like a summer day. In Grand Rapids, where we're heard on WTKG, the movie series will continue tonight. Rain or shine, 730, uh, and it is uh, that big uh, Monroe there, north of the Ford Freeway, where they put the big movie on the wall, and it's going to be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and a star is born, and there's a star coming to Detroit. He's a new basketball player in the NBA, the newest member of the Detroit Pistons, and this announcement was made yesterday during the NBA draft. With the 15th pick, in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Detroit Pistons select Sekou Dumbuya from Orléans, France. Yeah, he played in the France League, and he's from Guinea. And at 18 years old, was the youngest player available in the draft. Ignaz Brasdakis and, of course, uh, Jordan Poole, both drafted yesterday from the University of Michigan. Golden State Warriors got Poole, and Ignaz is going to the New York Knicks, and the Michigan Wolverine baseball team has Texas Tech on tap today in Omaha, Nebraska. If they win, they're going to the finals of the College World Series. The legislature went home yesterday. Gilda Jacobs in the MERS News quote of the day said they're taking their ball and they're going home. There was no overnight session, no crush of legislation, niente yesterday across the street. And so we'll have to wait a while to see 
what's next for our state, and we don't have a budget yet either, which is a little concerning because over the last eight years it was usually done by now, and then they start to get uh, to talking about the S word. Shutdown is the one I'm talking about, so let's hope it doesn't come to that. Governor Whitmer will sign, and this legislation did pass through quickly, $15 million in low-interest loans to the farmers because this is the third wettest summer, spring, uh, on record, and they were unable to get all their crops in and so forth. It is uh, 10 minutes after the hour. There was some interesting action yesterday with the President of the United States when it comes to foreign policy. We'll get to that in just a minute or two. Also, Pure Green Lawn and Tree Professionals currently serving satisfied customers in Lansing, Grand Rapids, and Kalamazoo, Michigan. Visit them at puregreenlawn.net and get that all taken care of. We never let the birthday of a beautiful person pass without taking note. Marriott Hartley is 79 today. She got the Emmy for The Incredible Hulk on television. Meredith Baxter, 72, from Family Ties. Juliette Lewis, the actress, 46. And who could forget her in Cape Fear? And speaking of beautiful people, I'm surrounded by them right now here at the Detroit Foundation Hotel right across from Kobo. One year just about from the first outdoor auto show that we're going to have in Detroit, and I'm very pleased to be able to introduce Jennifer Lee, who's the Director of Lifestyle here at Detroit Foundation Hotel. Welcome back to the Airwaves. Good morning. Thank you. We have a panel here of, well, there's me and a bunch of gorgeous people. Would you introduce them all for us? Yes. So joining us, we have Chicas Reynolds, who is the Lifestyle Coordinator here at the hotel, also a Front Desk Ambassador. Um, We have Dara Collins, who is the, I guess co-pilot of Mr. Bob Lambert, the GM here for the hotel. And then we have Bonnie Mellos, who does many things, but the biggest partnership we have with her is our Empty Bowls program that we do with her that she can tell you a little more about. Would you mind sliding over just a little bit that way, and then you two can get cozy on that microphone. It's nice to see you, by the way. And if you can picture this Aloha Friday broadcast, thanks to Emily T. Gale, everyone here is wearing Hawaiian shirts and lays. And uh, by the way, when you say empty bowls, this restaurant, I imagine, has a lot of empty plates because it's uh, successful in its own right, separate from the hotel. But what do you mean by empty bowls? So Empty Bowls Detroit was a project that was started 14 years ago uh, at Assumption Greek Orthodox Church. And so the the project, uh, we paint bowls, and we had a bowl painting workshop here at the Foundation Hotel, which was fabulous, and the bowls that we painted are served, uh, used to serve soup here at the restaurant. And then a dollar for each of the uh, bowls that's served comes back to the program, uh, Empty Bowls Detroit, that provides um, uh, money to Cass Community Social Services, a nonprofit here in the city, and that money goes directly to their food program. Very nice idea. Chicas, I'm wondering, uh, you're, the, you're the face that, well, you got the valets out front, and uh, those guys are very reserved, very shy guys, and they're a lively troop for sure. But once you get in the door of this old fire station that's now a boutique hotel, you're the next person people see. What are you projecting when people walk in the door? Essentially projecting Detroit, which is one reason why I love this property and everything it means to my city. I'm born and raised here. I love that they don't have limitations on the staff being themselves. We're really free to be ourselves. And as you can see, there are some really great people that work here, some creatives. So when you walk into the foundation, you're essentially meeting Detroit. You get to be yourself? It's unheard of. Not a robot. <laughs> Who are you? Tell us. I mean, I'm born and raised in Detroit. Um, I grew up probably about 15 minutes from here. Yeah. If that. 
Um, so I started working here at the front desk. I work like one day a week on the desk, and then I work with Jen in Chica's, lifestyle. Chicas has taken a lead on our patio programming for the summer and has done a really great job with that. She's made some great partnerships with our friends over House of Pure Vin and like City Bark. So we'll have some Wine Down Wednesdays and some pups on the patio, some singles mixers, just kind of trying to add in some really exciting things to the summer, showcase our patio. But that's been her lead, and she's done a really great job putting that together. What are some of the jobs you've had along the way? here in the city? Oh, uh, I worked for the city county building, the water okay. department. I mostly worked in hotels. So I started off at a Marriott property working just the midnight shift. And then I worked my way up to front office management, housekeeping management, and trained as an AGM. So you've seen it all. You know what everybody's <laughs> going through. So you're sort of a leader then, I would think, like around the place for morale and that kind of thing? I guess you can say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit, um, a little older than a lot of the people that I work with, but you know, I'm like the, the Dara, mama sometimes. Is she talking about you. Babies. <laughs> 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 well, thank you very much for being here and for the uh, sweet you. involvement that you have in the community beyond, you know, the success of this property here in the restaurant and the hotel. It's very, uh, very endearing. Thank you. So look for her when you visit Chica. Chicas. Chicas. Yes. Chicas. <laughs> And she'll be the one smiling out front. It's uh, Detroit Foundation Hotel, Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations all across the state of Michigan. What's the president up to? We'll find out next. We're in downtown Detroit through the AT&T microphones and heading uh, just for a moment here to the Straits of Mackinac. Hello, I'm Captain Chris Shepler of Shepler's Mackinac Island Ferry. Welcome aboard Michigan's big show starring Michael Patrick Shields. It's smooth sailing in the Straits of Mackinac, so find us at the Mackinac City or St. Ignace Dock. I'm at the helm now, so enjoy MPS the rest of the way. I love having the world at my fingertips thanks to my high-tech toys that include my smartphone and tablet. Wherever I happen to be with those devices, I can get the latest news out of Lansing or last night's sports scores, pay bills, make reservations, and thanks to my friends at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, even access my health insurance information. Blue Cross has a mobile app that I think is a must-have tool for all members who want to be in control of their health plans. With this app, you can keep track of deductibles, view claims history, pay premiums, check costs for service and verify prescription coverage on the fly. That means whenever and wherever you happen to be. Like in the doctor's office without your insurance ID card in your wallet? No problem. Simply log into your mobile app, tap the ID card icon. There's so much you need to know about your health plan coverage right there. It's safe, secure, and includes some great free resources that will help you easily manage your health insurance. Take control of your health and your health care plan with the Blue Cross mobile app. Download it at the App Store or on Google Play. Enjoy family time and experience everything Grand Hotel has to offer during Family Added Value Days in July and August. Golf the Jewel, swim in the Esther Williams Swimming Pool, or play lawn games. Take advantage of the special family pricing on select days in July and August. Stay two nights and get the third half off, or stay three nights and get the fourth free. Plus, children 17 and under stay and eat free. Plan your family getaway at GrandHotel.com or call 1-800-33-GRAND. Grand Hotel, America's summer place. Did you know Consumers Energy can help your business save money by saving energy? Energy efficiency upgrades at your business or new construction site can make a big difference for your bottom line, and it doesn't take long to start seeing results. The average small business project saves enough energy to pay for itself in about a year, yielding a lifetime of results. And large businesses can receive up to $2 million in incentives each program year. 
Search Consumers Energy. Start saving to learn more. Consumers Energy, where they proudly say, count on us. BBC Radio has gotten its hands on a previously unheard Freddie Mercury track after a decade-long search. The version of Time Waits for No One, previously released, was part of the soundtrack for the 1986 musical Time. The new version is an early piano rehearsal with different vocals from the Queen star. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are poking fun at tabloid rumors. Kutcher sharing a video on Instagram of the two of them mocking an in-touch weekly issue that claims they broke up. Kunis reads on the cover that she felt suffocated, and Kutcher asks if it was because he was overbearing. She also points out the magazine's claim that she took their kids. Adam Lambert is dropping off a new single. The new release titled Coming In Hot out June 26th. Lambert is heading out on tour with Queen next month. Santana is kicking off its U.S. tour with the Doobie Brothers in California. The Supernatural Now tour runs through August 25th with stops in over 30 cities. Ozzy Osbourne will play a troll king in a new movie. The rock legend will lend his voice to the animated motion picture Trolls World Tour due for release next April. The DreamWorks animation movie is a sequel to Trolls and will bring back its stars Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick. Other famous voices in the movie include George Clinton, Mary J. Blige, and Kelly Clarkson. That's entertainment. Jennifer Bolsoni, NBC News Radio. Good morning. This is Ken Dallafor from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, and you're listening to Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields, all across Michigan. But we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan on a Firekeeper's Casino Friday through the AT&T microphones from Detroit Foundation Hotel in downtown Detroit, right across from Kobo, where about a year from now we're going to have the North American International Auto Show outside in June for the very first time. It'll be right across the street, and so we'll hear more about what we can expect with that event. But before that event, you've got the uh, fireworks on Monday, and then the Tigers are in town next week. And, oh, by the way, there's a golf tournament. The PGA Tour is coming back to, well, first time ever, I think, mm-hmm. to the city of Detroit, but back to Michigan. And so we're celebrating that as well with Nancy Clavel Forte, who is the first female president of Detroit Golf Club, where the tour will be playing trying to break your record, right? <laughs> right. Well, that was really in 2000, 2001. Where you set the record? Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> what is the best score you, the score you shot around that place? Oh, not that kind of record. <laughs> what record are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about becoming first uh, woman president. All right. That long ago? Yes. Wow, you were a real demo buster back in the day then, huh? They did combine, there are 36 holes there in the city of Detroit, Detroit Golf Club, and, you, and you've sort of made a composite course for the tour players, right? Right. Really, it's just the first hole of the south course. Okay. And the rest is the north course. Well, I was looking at the list from this weekend because the, the first round yesterday was played in the Travelers Championship, and uh, it's in Cromwell, Connecticut, the PGA Tour event right before us next week. And there were the names like Zach Zucker, Ryan Armour, Bronson Burgoon, Mackenzie Hughes, never heard of any of these people. You're going to do a lot better than that next week with the field. We're going to have a lot of known uh, tour players, some of the top in the world, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, 
We got the U.S. Uh, Open champ scheduled to we appear do. too now, Gary Woodland. That was Gary, a good coup. Yes, and lots of others too. Uh, when you uh, when you decided to give up your golf course for the PGA Tour to come, because when you're members, that's a big decision because it interrupts your summer quite a bit. What what went into that decision, and are you proud to have the tour coming to your place? We're proud, and we we love to have them come to our golf course because we think it's the best kept secret in the country, but for certainly in Michigan. In the Detroit area. It's very old. It's Donald Ross design, isn't it? Two Donald Ross courses, an Albert Kahn clubhouse. clubhouse. Yeah. And how are you going to manage parking in a place like that? Well, the PGA is doing a, a great job of that. They're going to be using U of D Mercy parking lot, Palmer Park, uh, even the state fairgrounds. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's not far from there, is it, the state fairgrounds? And when, uh, when you are enticing players to come, because I know it's a real recruitment effort, you know, on the tour to get the stars to come to your city, what do you think you had to offer? Well, I know that they love playing the um, traditional courses. They don't get to play many of those these days. And they also love the idea that they thought this would be a great opportunity to make a lot of birdies. <laughs> they think they're going to shoot the place up, huh? Okay. Well. Which will be great for charity because we have so many charities involved in the Birdies for Charity program. All right. I, well, I hope they do it then. And one of the charities involved is Peggy Patterson is with us, the University of Detroit Director of Media and Communications or the University of Detroit Mercy, Mercy yes. as we used to say. And uh, my late great mentor, J.P. McCarthy, uh, used to talk about the University of Detroit all the time because he... He went to school there, but uh, your involvement in the tournament, you're not that far away geographically, and you're intertwined in it, aren't you? Absolutely. We are, it's literally in our neighborhood, in our backyard. So as soon as we heard that the tournament was coming uh, to the, the golf club, we immediately said we have to get involved. And we are the exclusive university's uh, partner with the PGA, and we have a four-year commitment with them. Parking will be there. They're using our facilities. They're using our dorms for their maintenance crews. Oh, really? Very uh, involved and in, intact with the, the tournament. And your scholarship uh, organization will benefit from the tournament? Yes, the Alumni Scholarship Fund will benefit. They, um, In return for all the services we're providing, we have a tent on the 10th green, and we're able to sell tickets to the tent, and all the proceeds from that will go to our Alumni Scholarship Fund. Is Chuck Dawes still? I don't know how long you've been there, but there was a dean called Chuck Dawes when I was there. No, he's he's really not cool there. Guy. He's I've not been there, there three anymore? years. He's not. He's okay, not there. so it's safe for me to come back. Well, then. he's not a dean. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. He gave me some really solid advice back in the day. I'd like to see him again. He, a couple of times, he gave me really good advice there at the at the University of Detroit. Um, Nancy, if you can get a, a selfie or an autograph with any of the tour players next week, and you can pick which one it would be, who would it be? Well, actually, because I'm volunteering, they um, don't want us to pursue that. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's a rule on paper. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I, just, I love so many of them. Uh, Ricky Fowler, I, yeah. you know, Gary Woodland, the, you know, any of, the, any of those guys, Dustin Johnson, I well, mean, any of them. We sure are hoping for good Would weather because we haven't had it so far. And I, I don't, do you not look at the forecast or what do you think? I tend to, for events, look at it two days in advance uh, and then just go from there because 
it's going to change between now and then. Well, my brother is a meteorologist in Toledo at Channel 11, and I always try to get the straight skinny from him on what's going to happen. So hopefully it'll be a nice week for you and a nice week for the tour. It will be, it will be historic to have the, that organization here in the city of Detroit. Oh, it'll be fabulous. What I'd like to bring up, though, is that the Detroit Golf Club Caddy Scholarship Foundation is also a part of the uh, Birdies for Charity program. How many caddies do you employ there? A pretty good core? Yes, about 120 each year. Wow. We've given away over 100 scholarships, $10,000 a year, to any or wherever they want to go to school. Our mission is to fulfill the dreams of the young women and men of Detroit for their educational Caddying is a good old-fashioned job, and I'm glad it still exists. And with 36 holes there, you can get a lot of summer work, it sounds like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we keep them very active. Um, you know, in order to qualify for the scholarship, they um, need to be there for two years and um, have, you know, 100 rounds, which is easy to do in yeah. two years. Well, it sounds easy for them. Yeah. It's a lot of steps, and it depends how many shots the player takes, too. Right, Put that right. bag up and down and up and down and up and down. Well, enjoy the tournament. Thank you for being here as we sort of kick things off and celebrate the PGA Tour coming back to Detroit through the AT&T microphones. It's Michael Patrick Shields. Uber's making some changes to its app to help drivers. First off, there's a simulated trip option so drivers can get a tutorial even before they hit the road. Uber says their research shows drivers want to know how to earn extra money, and in that vein, a new option automatically accepts the next trip so drivers can more easily earn consecutive trip bonuses, and a new Today's Opportunities feature shows higher earning zones, places with higher foot traffic, maybe where an event is getting out. When drivers need to cancel a trip, now they'll be able to specify on the app why or what's wrong. The Hopper Travel app will now try to predict the lowest hotel rate for you at almost 300,000 hotels around the world. Add your travel date, destination type of hotel, and Hopper will watch for you and provide a notification when the price drops and it's time to book. YouTube will now let you virtually try on makeup. In the AR Beauty try-on feature, a split screen will show you a makeup review or a tutorial video, and a stream from your own front-facing camera will let you access a palette of colors, like new lipstick shades, to try on virtually. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC News Radio. At DTE Energy, keeping customers safe is their top priority, so they monitor the natural gas system 24-7, 365, and they upgrade and inspect thousands of miles of neighborhood gas lines with over 300,000 safety inspections every year. Safety is about your peace of mind, and you can learn more about what DTE is doing to keep the natural gas system safe at dteenergy.com. You see that? Uh, Nancy Clavel Forte said she's not allowed to get a selfie with a tour player, but she got one with me just now. That was cute. I would like to have that picture. Mr. McMurray, the forecast for this week and next in Detroit. Good morning, Michael Patrick. Skies have cleared across a good portion of uh, lower Michigan with a fair weather pattern centered just north of Lake Superior. For this, the first uh, official uh, day of the summer season, summer will begin at 11.54 this morning, and we do expect to see quite a bit of sunshine across the region with the temperatures headed to the 7th. Now, there is another storm system to our west. The rain pattern that was noted across lower Michigan yesterday has shifted off to the east across portions of the Appalachians, reaching into the New England states. The next of the series of storms located across the west and uh, northern sections of Nebraska. Showers and thunderstorms are noted throughout uh, portions of the Dakotas, stretching westward into 
Montana, and yesterday at Big Sky, they had several inches of snow with the cold temperatures uh, throughout the higher elevations. Dry conditions are evident throughout the central and lower plain states and also the southeast Atlantic region. And today in Detroit, the Foundation Hotel with Emily Gale uh, with the perfect weather conditions at anything out of doors. Temperatures in Detroit will be well into the mid-70s, also with quite a bit of sunshine. Throughout northern Michigan, it will be sunny today. Highs about 70 to 72. We stay fair tonight. Plenty of sunshine to start the weekend with mid-70s, even upper 70s for Sunday and Monday. I'm Michigan's meteorologist, John McMurray. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Political commentator and observer Felix Sharp Caballero has his ear on the former Vice President Joe Biden, who would like to be the nominee and president. By the way, Michael Patrick, I'm going on record on your show that Joe Biden will not be the nominee. Joe has a tendency to put his foot in his mouth. Joe is really beginning to show his age. I believe it's going to affect his ability to gain the nomination. News Radio. I'm Lisa Carter. Details are emerging about President Trump's apparent decision to pull out of a military strike against Iran. There are reports that his order to call off the strike came yesterday evening against the advice of both Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and National Security Advisor John Bolton. According to the New York Times and the Washington Post, the operation was to have been in retaliation for Iran shooting down a U.S. drone. NBC's Richard Ingalls says Reuters has been reporting there may have been some last-minute back-channel talks that could have averted the military action. As this uh, operation was either being planned or uh, in its final stages before it was called off, that uh, U.S. President Trump sent a message through Oman to Iran. The strikes were reportedly set to have been carried out before dawn. At least two explosions and a fire have rocked a refinery in southwest Philadelphia. Residents as far away as South Jersey felt the blast, which occurred around 4 a.m. Eastern Time. There have been no reports of any injuries at this time. The fire is said to be contained, but still burning. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is not taking sides in the controversy involving former Vice President Joe Biden. Speaking at the Capitol yesterday, Pelosi called Biden authentic and said any Democratic candidate would be better than the current president. Biden is the Democratic frontrunner and is refusing to apologize for saying he was able to work with segregationist senators in the 1970s. Pelosi said all the Democratic candidates will have plenty of time to debate and explain their positions on a variety of issues. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. A couple of UFOs over Kansas City Thursday sparked an explosion of speculation. The two orbs were seen high above the city, and guesses ranged from aliens to weather balloons. Turns out the orbs were balloons launched from Maryland by the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, or DARPA. And summer's officially here. It's also the longest day of the year. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. A single sleepless night can lead to a big jump in the risk of mental health symptoms. A study from the University of Arizona looked at the sleep habits of college students. It found that each night of insufficient sleep raised the risk of mental health symptoms by about 20 percent. Loneliness went up 19 percent, depressed moods went up by 21 percent, and desire to hurt themselves went up 25 percent. Researchers say teaching college students about the importance of sleep on their health may help the situation. 
Your smart speaker might soon be able to tell if you're having a heart attack. Researchers at the University of Washington are developing artificial intelligence that can detect audio cues of cardiac arrest. The system is based on 911 call samples containing the breathing sounds that come with cardiac arrest. The new system would ask people nearby to provide CPR and call 911 if there's no response. The system may soon be available to consumers. The scientists have created a company to commercialize the technology. Lisa Carter, NBC News Radio. Health Update, Kristen Marks, NBC News Radio. There's a world where we can dream. Take out your canvas and paint your scene. Blue sky, yellow sun, and love. This is Robert Dempster from Birmingham, Michigan, performing this number on the first day of summer, the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. With Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphones on a Firekeeper's Casino Friday. And I see you, you see me, living in this world so happily, a blue skies, yellow sun. I'll place a flower in your hair See your smile everywhere A blue skies, yellow sun And love in your eyes Gosh, Bob Dempster uh, performed at uh, my son's graduation party from high school four years ago. Where did all that time go? Bob Dempster from Birmingham, Michigan. And it's Michael Patrick Shields, downtown Detroit. He's singing about flowers and hair. There are lots of people wearing lays this morning at an aloha party here at Detroit Foundation Hotel in downtown Detroit. It's Michael Patrick Shields in a Firekeeper's Casino Friday with you. President Donald Trump declared Thursday that Iran made a big mistake. Those are the words he used in shooting down a U.N. surveillance drone near the Persian Gulf there. It, when you hear the president say, Iran made a big mistake, that can make you nervous. But he sort of then implied that it was a foolish error rather than an intentional escalation of the tensions. And asked about a U.S. response, what are you going to do? He said, you'll find out. Now, that sounds rather ominous too, doesn't it? But later in the day, President Trump, it turns out, apparently called off military strikes against Iran. Uh, the New York Times says the operation was already just about to get underway in retaliation for shooting down the drone, and Trump decided to pull back. So we look forward to hearing more about exactly what went on there. And I presume this weekend that Lester Holt from NBC will ask the president about it on Meet the Press. It'll be the first time that the president's been on the Sunday news show since he became president. And um, it's the first time he's had a sort of an on-the-air interview like that. He did spend 30 uh, minutes with George Stephanopoulos, uh, Stephanopoulos recently too, but we'll see what Lester does with him this weekend, and um, should be should be uh, very fascinating stuff. Nolan Finley, who writes about politics in Detroit News, is saying, "Look, if you're going to impeach the president, get on with it, but stop the faux hearings, the fake hearings, if you will." In other words, he thinks the Democrats keep talking and talking about wanting to impeach the president without actually doing something to try it. Uh, because they're reaping political benefits. If it's in the news all the time that the Democrats are thinking of impeaching, talking about impeaching, it's like a campaign against the president, really, isn't it? Without actually going through or attempting the articles of impeachment, which likely likely would fail by all accounts. 
Stay tuned for more on that. Oprah Winfrey is thinking of starting her talk show again. Uh, she told Entertainment Tonight that she'd love to bring it back, but maybe not every day. Well, nobody wants to work every day when you're that rich, right? Uh, but Oprah misses it. She says, especially during campaigns, she truly misses um, the, the ability to be in the mix and the ability to be in the news and so forth. So well, stay tuned. We'll see. 36 minutes after the hour, Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan, and we are here at the Foundation Hotel in front of a crowd. The police have estimated at somewhere under 4,000, but there's a big bash here put on by Emily T. Gale. And we welcome Colleen Robar to the microphone here. Those of you who've uh, ever covered any sort of news in Detroit, or especially business news, uh, and uh, if you've ever done business in Detroit, you know her, and we welcome her on this Firekeepers Casino Friday to this bash right here. Nice to see you again. Monkey business, too. Oh, yeah? Let's hear about that first. Speaking of politics. Um, talk to me uh, about um, your your role in Detroit and what you have seen over the... You know, we, we, uh, you know we're on radio stations across the state. We always hear about pure Michigan. And we know that a lot of people like to go to northern Michigan. But if you go statistically, Detroit is still the number one tourist attraction. You bet. And... Uh, it's so wonderful to be here today with Emily because she's an example of one of the Detroit Homecoming expats. And that's my largest program, Detroit Homecoming. We bring in former Detroiters who have a warm heart toward the city. So far we've brought 700 people back in the last five years, and they've invested $300 million in the city. Sort of a homecoming today for me, having worked in the Fisher Building for J.P. McCarthy and uh, with Dick Burton in the suburbs anyway. But uh, I grew up downriver here, as Emily did. Well, welcome back. And so it's nice to be here. The place has changed quite a bit since I was a kid down here, you know, looking for something to do go into a Red Wing game or what it might be. And now the uh, when I drive through the city and I see the entertainment options and the restaurants, little corner restaurants you wouldn't even have noticed, it's amazing. And I think you should also see bike lanes, which is, I know, uh, something we're going to be talking about as well. Um, we're really proud about the fact that our city is becoming a sans motor city, yeah. uh, that people can use scooters, they can use bikes. There's lots of ways to get around now. You brought a friend. I did. Let me introduce you to Victoria Katansky. She's the director of Tour de Trois. Tour de Trois? Is that like Tour de France? <laughs> a spin on it, yep. <laughs> okay, spin is a good word, too, because we're talking about cycles and bikes, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So the Tour de Trois is a nonprofit that supports non-motorized transportation in the city of Detroit. Um, our goal is to have a very, um, like, provide a different opportunities for transportation for people, but also have a health and wellness balance to it. Does a bird scooter count? I'm sorry? Does a bird scooter count? <laughs> nah, well, it does. Okay. It does, but not for what we do. Got to have balance. So so we all often hear a lot about the slow roll that uh, got people biking through the city. What is your what is your uh, sort of corner of that so world? So we're more the original um, bike ride that came through the city, and our goal was a little different than slow roll. We have a ride that happens every year, and the mission is just to show how easily accessible all of Detroit is from downtown. So we usually start in front of the train station, um, at least we have for the last several years, and we um, ride through several communities just to show the accessibility of the bike to people. So that whole, uh, if you would, talk about the Corktown uh, district there and the train station and how that's going to change. It's already changed since, again, when I used to go to the Gaelic League and whatnot with JP on St. Patrick's Day. But uh, right. that became fashionable even before there was news about the train station. 
oh, well, we always say that all of Detroit was fashionable before people discuss, found it again, you know. And so um, we just we really support um, what's happening in Corktown, uh, just hoping that we have a place in the picture. And I think we will with, um, you know, our relationship with Ford. They were a sponsor of our last year's ride, which we're really grateful for. Um, and they definitely have been in contact with us talking about how, you know, our organization can be part of what's happening down there at the train station. Have you been in that old train station? I love that old train what, station. What have you seen? We hosted uh, the opening night of Homecoming there two years ago, and we take credit, let's be honest, Good for Why not? Uh, Ford buying the train exactly. station. because we Right. We wanted to showcase what could happen if, if the doors were opened again, and I think we did it. Um, one of the things about Tour Detroit that starts at the train station is that every picture has that beautiful building behind, and people love that. We gather about 5,000 riders this year on September 14th for Tour de Trois, and it is a massive amount of fun. These people ride 20-plus miles through the city, and it's a great way to celebrate everything that's uh, transportation or motor, non-motorized transportation in the city. That's I nice think thing. it's important to mention that you were the pioneers, Tour de Trois. They, the advocacy of raising money to provide bike lanes and bicycle safety, Tour de Trois is the, the leader in that. And it's a wonderful. How much money have you raised so far? Um, so we've um, provided $360,000 towards the effort. And what Emily said is true. We were, before the city was interested in non-motorized transportation Look to the extent that they... Time to rope a new ride at Firekeepers. I just want to the Summer Stampede Mustang Giveaway on Saturday, July 27th. Be here and you'll be on the road to winning one of five smoking hot Ford Mustangs, all guaranteed to be given away in one thrilling day. We're revving up the excitement beginning at 2 p.m. Every two hours through 10 p.m., one lucky winner gets the keys to a powerful new ride. Tackle the curves in a 2019 Ford Mustang or test the torque on the grand prize, a souped-up special edition Mustang Bullet. Get on the fast track to winning by earning entries every day. Then be at Firekeepers on Saturday, July 27th, and you could saddle up in one of five seriously sweet Ford Mustangs all in one day. Firekeepers, the best promotions, the biggest guaranteed prizes. Time to get your Vegas on at Firekeepers Casino Hotel. I-94 to exit 104 in Battle Creek. Management reserves all rights. Traverse City is more than a place, it's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food, shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. For more information on spring and summer getaways, visit TraverseCity.com. This week, 10 for 10 is back at Meyer. Get over 1,500 family favorites for just a dollar, like Oscar Meyer Lunchables, Kraft Mac and Cheese Cups, Chobani Flip Yogurt, baby food from brands like Gerber and Sprout, Colgate 4-ounce toothpaste, and so much more. For just a dollar each at Meyer. Mix or match 10 items and get the 11th free. Why pay more? Exclusion Supply. See the deals at Meyer.com or in the Meyer app. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The New York Times is reporting that President Trump approved military strikes against Iran but called them off at the last minute. Michael Crowley helped break the story. 
our understanding was that this approval by President Trump uh, followed a spirited debate among top U.S. officials uh, in which key officials, including National Security Advisor John Bolton and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, were uh, pushing for some sort of uh, a military response. The paper says the operation in retaliation for shooting down a U.S. drone was already in the early stages when Trump pulled back. The Times says Trump gave the word to stand down as planes were in the air and ships in firing position. The strikes were set to target Iranian radar sites and missile batteries. And the Senate is moving to reject President Trump's arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Several Republicans joined Democrats in approving a series of resolutions, and now it goes to the House. It's doubtful that votes exist to override an expected presidential veto. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. You know. There you go. It's uh, tough to keep people from singing along, go get them, Tigers, even in this season. The Tigers are in Cleveland, but they are headed here next week to downtown Detroit, where I am right now, Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan, through the AT&T microphones on a Firekeepers Casino Friday, and the PGA Tour is coming next week, and uh, the Tigers will be here, and maybe you will be too. Steve Wilkie is the manager and fundraiser of programming at the Golf Association of Michigan Foundation, and at one time, and maybe still, an ink-stained wretch. Yes, True? I am. Yes. <laughs> the semi-retired ink-stained wretch, yes. I don't know. Do we have ink anymore? Everything's online, it seems like. <laughs> true, true. But your background was with a magazine called Our Detroit, which yes. which was really sort of uh, really uh, hip at the time. It still, is that, it still is. It's just that I, I just um, decided to semi-retire at the end of the middle of last year. Yeah. So. And it had gossip column, and it had photos of socialites, yep. and it had news about the city. Back when maybe the city wasn't so um, easy to celebrate. Well, we celebrated the 20th anniversary of the magazine probably about three years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's still hanging in there, very, mm-hmm. doing very well, actually. And, you know, we talk about 20 years. Did you say 20 years? 23 now, I think. R.J. King says that's nothing. I got history <laughs> like that times 10. And he is with us, the author of Detroit, Engine of America. Thank you for being here, sir. Yeah, thank you. This uh, book, for the first time, describes how we went from a fort on the riverfront in 1701 up to 1900, birthplace of the automotive industry. So basically how this manufacturing powerhouse was built in the middle of the wilderness. Is it true there was a time that it was called uh, the the Paris of the Midwest? Yeah, that was uh, a reference to the way the streets were laid out. And then, of course, the city was founded by the French uh, again in 1701. Mm -hmm. So uh, how would you describe it now, then, if you were to relabel the city? Oh, well, it's still a maker's city. Uh, It has been from day one. I mean, you can literally make anything here. Uh, It's very unusual when you look at cities around the world, uh, having this industrial complex in addition to what's going on in the mobility space. uh, Things are really looking up for Detroit, as you can see, with all the the restoration going on. And uh, and now they're starting to get into the neighborhoods as well. It is um, a a striking urban environment. For instance, if you were to go up on top of the Renaissance Center and look around, you'd see a river, you'd see another country. And then you'd look to the south and you'd see heavy industry. Yeah, um, again, it's, you know, you're, you're making things here. It's, it's about hardware, and, you know, software is very important as well, but you still got to make things. And, uh, you know, you're looking at what's going on in Silicon Valley. More and more, they're coming here because they can't figure out how to make things. That's what I hear, and I hear even in Michigan now we're trying to get the rocket industry here, and the auto business is more like making computers than cars, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's correct. Um, there's a proposal on the governor's desk to uh, launch these uh, satellites that are now the size of basically a football, very, very advanced, but you don't need as big a rocket. And because of our position relative to uh, outer space, it makes it much more economical. And, and again, you can build all that stuff here. The um, uh, auto barons. There's a movie right now out about John DeLorean uh, with Alec Baldwin. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm dying to see it. The framing of John DeLorean. Uh, he wasn't what you would call an auto baron. He was an executive. But we did have what was essentially automotive royalty living in and around the city. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, going back to the, report, uh, the book Detroit Ancient of America, it, it tells you how that was all set up in terms of, uh, you know, from day one, the three industries that sustained the population were fishing, farming, and hunting, and then we got into stove building, hearth building, locomotives, uh, rail cars, uh, steamships, and then finally the horseless carriage. And so those people like Henry Ford, David Buick, um, Louis Chevrolet, all those guys, uh, you know, are coming on the back of uh, what the settlers had done back in 1701. And they lived like kings, didn't they? Well, yeah, and I think in a lot of places around the world, the the the, the chasm between uh, the low income and the upper income was quite wide. But now, because of the automotive industry and a lot of things that Henry Ford did with the Model T, you were able to create this amazing middle class now. That's worth celebrating for sure. Steve, you had the Golden Bear in town uh, out at Oakland Hills this week, I hear. Yeah, so it was quite the event. We, have, we were celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Golf Association of Michigan, and also there's a foundation that we run out of the Golf Association of Michigan that supports a program called Youth on Course, which gets kids out on the golf course for $5. And then, nice. then we help pay the difference to the course operators to make them whole. I see. And so this was a partial fundraiser for that as well. Um, and we had, it was great. I mean, Jack was very gracious. He, he spent a lot of time... A lot of extra time there with us. It was wonderful, yes. What was on his mind? Got Jack Nicholas we're talking about. Uh, you know, I was so working behind the scenes that I didn't catch oh, everything. No. Yeah, really? you know, some, somebody has to do it. But <laughs> but he, he got to talk about a lot of things. He talked about not pushing kids into things like he didn't expect his kids to golf. You know, he did not want it had to be if they wanted it. And then if they wanted it, he'd give them all the help they want they needed. Um, that, so that was very interesting as well. A long time ago, when Tiger Woods was first coming on the scene, I remember being at a press conference with Jack Nicklaus, and they, there was talk about how Earl Woods, you know, got Tiger going mm-hmm. at age four or whatever. Right, right. And Jack said, you know, I'm not sure that's the way to do it. He says, you know, because when you take a kid on a golf course, he probably might be able to go two holes without trying to catch a frog. Right. <laughs> and, and you should probably let true. him catch the frog. You know, and it's, it's interesting because that's part of what we're doing is if, if you want a kid, it's, it's expensive to golf usually. And so if you want somebody to at least sample it and try it, the $5 uh, takes away that barrier. Mm. What, what also did floor me about Jack Nicholas, we were talking about this, um, is that the memory these folks have. Like, I can't remember what I shot on my home course a week ago and these guys will talk about 1962 and like well, I was on the 14th hole and my approach shot was isn't this. that amazing like, like wow it's savant like isn't it <laughs> it's yes and that's why they're as good as they are you ready for the PGA Tour event here absolutely next week? absolutely I hope the weather cooperates we'll see it's, it, it's got to be better than it's been it's, it's gonna, got a good <laughs> field I mean today is the deadline for for entering yep. and some people would hold their breath maybe that Tiger would change his mind yeah but, I, don't, uh, I don't think that's happening but you never know. I wonder, is, do you know if Francesco Molinari is in the field yet? I don't know. You know, I was so busy putting that Jack Nicklaus together. You worked together that I haven't, you know, that I haven't really, now I can decompress. It's When's good. the last time you played golf? A couple weeks ago. Okay, see, you're working way, way, way too hard. <laughs> that's that's what semi-retirement much. is like, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Detroit, Engine of America is the name of the book by R.J. King and Stephen. Uh, the 
web address for the GAM? Uh, GAM.org. Because yeah. okay. they're also, the Rocket Mortgage folks are also doing their birdies for charity. And so we're one of the beneficiaries of that. And, they're, and there's a lot of organizations that are going to be able to do that. So folks should check that out, too. If you're an amateur golfer, please join the Golf Association of Michigan. If you're a radio listener, stay with me, Michael Patrick Shields. Just one little tree. As the symbol for the Michigan Lottery, our tree not only represents fun, it stands for growth and the support the lottery provides to Michigan public schools. Over $22 billion since 1972. Because just a little fun can do some good. The Michigan Lottery. For fun, for schools. Your lawn care tip of the day from Pure Green Lawn and Tree Professionals. Most lawns have a blend of grass types. Sometimes your lawn will have shade grass growing in direct sun or sun turf growing in shade. Both of these situations can cause loss of color and thinning turf. Consult a turf professional about any of these situations and to make a plan for correction. For more information, visit puregreenlawn.net. The newest NBA superstar has arrived. Zion Williamson chosen number one in the NBA draft by the New Orleans Pelicans. The Wooden Award winner being called a generational talent after averaging right at 22 points, nine rebounds, two steals, and two blocks per game as a freshman at Duke. You know, as a little kid, you say you want to go to the NBA. People basically say you got to, like, have a plan B because the chances of doing it is just little to none. And for me to be selected number one, I mean, I, I can't dream it no better than that. After Williamson at number one, Murray State point guard John Moran, who hardly anybody knew about a year ago, was chosen second by the Memphis Grizzlies, and Zion's fellow Blue Devils freshman teammate, R.J. Barrett, went number three to the New York Knicks. That's when the NBA draft went off script, with the Atlanta Hawks choosing DeAndre Hunter from the national champion Virginia Cavaliers at number four. The Hawks acquired that selection by trading three draft picks to the Pelicans, including number 8 and 17 in the first round. Matt Stewart, NBC News Radio. Politics. This is a responsible first step in ensuring that our roads are funded. There will be ongoing conversations with the administration and the Senate, and I look forward to reaching a consensus. If somebody called from a country, we have information on your opponent, I think I'd want to hear it. Do you want that kind of interference in our elections? It's not an interference. They have information. I think I'd take it. Sports. The Toronto Raptors are NBA champions, and the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. This is the Dart Development Business Brief. Facebook's new cryptocurrency project will face scrutiny on Capitol Hill next month. The U.S. Senate Banking Committee is expected to hear from the Facebook executive overseeing plans for the Libra currency on July 16th. The hearing date has been set, but no official witness list has been released. Reuters reports that the hearing is expected to review the Libra project and will likely cover possible data privacy issues that may arise from it. Facebook announced plans to launch Libra in the first half of 2020. Hi, I'm Marcia Zimmerman, Marketing Manager for Dart Development. The Dart Development Business Brief was brought to you by Dart Development, partnering with you to design and build out custom business space at our award-winning properties with unparalleled functionality, quality, and value. It's time to stand out from the competition. Be distinctive with Dart Development. For more information, visit dartdevelopment.com. 
Tony Cuthbert is going to give us an update on the sports right now. Thank you to Marsha Zimmerman there for that update. I can tell you, too, that when you carry a card from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan or Blue Care Network, you don't worry because you have the right health plan for your family and access to the most and best doctors in Michigan. Visit the new bcbsm.com. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, where confidence comes with every card. More next hour as we are here in downtown Detroit, where they are celebrating a new member of the Detroit Pistons, Tony. As we had the NBA draft last night, Michael Patrick, it was the 15th overall pick, and here's his name. It's going to take some time to get that, but nonetheless, that's their guy. He's a six foot eight forward, 18 years old. And last season, he played in France. Two former Michigan players were chosen last night as well. How about the Golden State Warriors? They take Jordan Poole, 28th overall, first round. Good call on his part. Ignis Brasdakis. He was picked in round two and is going to New York to play with the Knicks. And as expected, at the front end of the draft, it was Zion Williamson of Duke. He goes to the Pelicans. Murray State guard John Morant, second overall to the Memphis Grizzlies. And also Duke forward R.J. Barrett going to the Knicks to round out the top three. The University of Michigan takes on Texas Tech today. College World Series at the Wolverines win. They're on to the final. Tigers open up a series in Cleveland, taking on the Indians. And the NHL draft gets underway tonight. That is a look at sports brought to you by Dean Transportation. Welcome to Friday, the first day of summer, the summer solstice with Michael Patrick Shields, the longest day of the year and the shortest radio program you're going to listen to today. We're moving fast. Stick around and you'll find out why. Bye now. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The New York Times is reporting that President Trump approved military strikes against Iran but called them off at the last minute. Michael Crowley helped break the story. Our understanding was that this approval by President Trump uh, followed a spirited debate among top U.S. officials uh, in which key officials, including National Security Advisor John Bolton and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, were uh, pushing for some sort of uh, a military response. The paper says the operation in retaliation for shooting down a U.S. drone was already in the early stages when Trump pulled back. The Times says Trump gave the word to stand down as planes were in the air and ships in firing position. The strikes were set to target Iranian radar sites and missile batteries. And the Senate is moving to reject President Trump's arms sales to Saudi Arabia. Several Republicans joined Democrats in approving a series of resolutions, and now it goes to the House. It's doubtful that votes exist to override an expected presidential veto. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Another day of severe weather expected for your Friday for the Midwest and the Plains states. Strong thunderstorms, embedded hail, and damaging winds for cities including Lincoln, Nebraska, north to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That severe weather threat extends across Iowa, Minnesota, and into Illinois and southern and central Indiana. Temperatures near 70 in Chicago with clouds and some rain, even thunderstorms today. Out west, A pleasant day, partly sunny, 72, the high in San Francisco. Los Angeles, 70 with partial sun. Phoenix is hot near 103 with sunshine. Sunny to the north, 71, sunny in Seattle. Showers, though, as you move east through big sky country. Early day rain showers for the northeast today, 73, the high in Boston with some showers. New York City, morning showers, a high near 77. Mostly cloudy this afternoon in New York. Near 93 in Atlanta today. Lots of sun for the East Coast from southern New Jersey south to Florida. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio.
ABC News Radio. I'm Lisa Carter. Details are emerging about President Trump's apparent decision to pull out of a military strike against Iran. There are reports that his order to call off the strike came yesterday evening against the advice of both Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and National Security Advisor John Bolton. According to the New York Times and the Washington Post, the operation was to have been in retaliation for Iran shooting down a U.S. drone. NBC's Richard Engel says Reuters has been reporting there may have been some last-minute back-channel talks that could have averted the military action. As this uh, operation was either being planned or uh, in its final stages before it was called off, that uh, U.S. President Trump sent a message through Oman to Iran. The strikes were reportedly set to have been carried out before dawn. At least two explosions and a fire have rocked a refinery in southwest Philadelphia. Residents as far away as South Jersey felt the blast, which occurred around 4 a.m. Eastern time. There have been no reports of any injuries at this time. The fire is said to be contained, but still burning. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is not taking sides in the controversy involving former Vice President Joe Biden. Speaking at the Capitol yesterday, Pelosi called Biden authentic and said any Democratic candidate would be better than the current president. Biden is the Democratic frontrunner and is refusing to apologize for saying he was able to work with segregationist senators in the 1970s. Pelosi said all the Democratic candidates will have plenty of time to debate and explain their positions on a variety of issues. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. A couple of UFOs over Kansas City Thursday sparked an explosion of speculation. The two orbs were seen high above the city, and guesses ranged from aliens to weather balloons. Turns out the orbs were balloons launched from Maryland by the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, or DARPA. And summer's officially here. It's also the longest day of the year. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Apple might be moving into defense mode on China. The Wall Street Journal reports Apple wants its suppliers to consider shifting at least some product assembly out of China, possibly into Southeast Asia, so its supply chain can be diversified. But nothing's decided and any changes could take years. Among the many industries hit by the trade war with China, trucking. Trucking companies and drivers are reporting key revenue losses through 2019, thanks to the tariffs that took effect last year. Retailers and manufacturers front-loaded shipments into the U.S. at the end of 2018 to get ahead of those tariffs. Now, their warehouses and stock rooms are full, and those companies are in the driver's seat. They say, I don't have to move it right now. I'm going to negotiate a rate that's a little bit lower than what I thought I was going to pay initially. And the trucker then is saying, okay, if I want to move that load, I have to be willing to negotiate. And Yep, give me one sec. Okay, you're good. A lot less beach all over the Great Lakes this year. All five lakes nearing record high levels. There was a forum in Ludington this week, and Keith Kampalowicz of the U.S. Army Corps. A lot less beach all over the Great Lakes this year. All five Great Lakes near record highs. And there was a forum in Ludington where someone from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers warned everybody it's going to keep rising right through next year. Population boom. It dropped a couple of years to just over 35. Maine has the highest median age at 45, up by two years, and Utah has the youngest population with a median age at 31. And if you really love peanuts, specifically planters, now's your big chance to show it with a shoe. For a very limited time, Planters is selling a basketball shoe with the word planters planted across the back and Mr. Peanut's face on the front tongue. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio.
The newest NBA superstar has arrived. Zion Williamson chosen number one in the NBA draft by the New Orleans Pelicans. The Wooden Award winner being called a generational talent after averaging right at 22 points, nine rebounds, two steals, and two blocks per game as a freshman at Duke. You know, as a little kid, you say you want to go to the NBA. People basically say you got to, like, have a plan B because the chance of doing it is just little to none. And for me to be selected number one, I mean, I, I can't dream it no better than that. After Williamson at number one, Murray State point guard John Moran, who hardly anybody knew about a year ago, was chosen second by the Memphis Grizzlies, and Zion's fellow Blue Devils freshman teammate R.J. Barrett went number three to the New York Knicks. That's when the NBA draft went off script with the Atlanta Hawks choosing DeAndre Hunter from the national champion Virginia Cavaliers at number four. The Hawks acquired that selection by trading three draft picks to the Pelicans, including number eight and 17 in the first round. Matt Stewart, NBC News Radio. Another day of severe weather expected for your Friday for the Midwest and the Plains states. Strong thunderstorms, embedded hail, and damaging winds for cities including Lincoln, Nebraska, north to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That severe weather threat extends across Iowa, Minnesota, and into Illinois and southern and central Indiana. Temperatures near 70 in Chicago with clouds and some rain, even thunderstorms today. Out west, A pleasant day, partly sunny, 72, the high in San Francisco, Los Angeles 70 with partial sun, Phoenix is hot near 103 with sunshine, sunny to the north, 71, sunny in Seattle, showers though as you move east through big sky country. Early day rain showers for the northeast today, 73, the high in Boston with some showers, New York City morning showers, a high near 77. Mostly cloudy this afternoon in New York. Near 93 in Atlanta today. Lots of sun for the East Coast from southern New Jersey south to Florida. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields, presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. I am world correspondent, Nikki Siavatoni. This is meteorologist, John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Good morning, MP Shields, the great voice of the Great Lakes. How are you this morning? <laughs> Mike, it's so good to, to hear from you again. It's been a Thank while. you very it much. It seems like whenever I'm around business and political people, you're around too. So what does that say? Hey, I just want to say thank you so much. It's always an honor and privilege to be on your show. I have finally arrived and made it, man. It's official. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Good morning, Michigan. A very pleasant Firekeepers Casino Friday to you. The very first day of summer, the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, especially for us here in Michigan. We're going to get about an hour to an hour and a half more of sunlight than the rest of the country will, and they're going to get 14 hours of it. So let's make the most of it. We'll get John McMurray's forecast coming shortly. The legislature knocked off for the summer yesterday without a budget. The governor will, though, sign legislation that will get the farmers $15 million in low-interest loans because this was the third wettest year on record. 63% of the corn has been planted. That's all. 43% of the soybeans. And that's big trouble. So before they all went away, they did take care of that. And Gilda Jacobs is being very critical from the Michigan League for Public Policy. It's the MERS News quote of the day. And she said, quote, 
They're simply taking their ball and going home. And quote, no overnight session, no crush of legislation, and no budget for now. So stay tuned for more on that. And no internet gaming either on this Firekeepers Casino Friday. Brant Iden, the representative from Kalamazoo, have been trying for, well, through two administrations now to get legalized sports betting and online betting. And the Governor Whitmer, uh, they had nine hours of negotiation yesterday. She's afraid that that will hurt the school aid fund that the lottery uh, gives um, over $900 million a year to. And uh, Brent Iden said, we're not going to hurt the school aid fund. I can promise you that. And the governor says, I'm not taking any chances. She's not gambling on the welfare of schools. So that uh, was at the uh, Capitol yesterday. Also, interestingly, the Democrats introduced a road funding plan that's different than Governor Whitmer's. She wants 45 cents a gallon. And they said, how about we just tax the trucks and the semis? That's what they do in Rhode Island. Oh, and a corporate income tax, too. So the Democrats in the House differ from the Democrat governor. We have a new uh, member of the Detroit Pistons after yesterday's draft. We'll hear more about that from Tony Cuthbert coming a little later. And Michigan baseball today, if they can win, they'll be in the finals of the College World Series. So go blue and good luck. We are at uh, downtown Detroit. Bob Lambert here at the Detroit Foundation Hotel. Thank you for having on the, uh, this party in this room here where the crowd is somewhere under 2,000. Yeah. Not sure how far under 2,000, but somewhere under 2,000. 2,000, at least, at least 2,000. It's a bad It sounds like there's 2,000. Right on the here. corner of the foundation. I've just put Vance, just pull that microphone up just a touch there for you. Vance Patrick is here from the Belle Isle Aquarium. And uh, you made the mistake of saying that you were once interviewed by J.P. McCarthy. I didn't mean I it gotta that way. Hear, no, i got to hear more about it because that was my, my guide and my mentor and my boss. It was a lot of fun. And like I said, it was the... Uh, uh, when we did an interview with him, uh, it what was, was it about? Uh, Belle Isle Aquarium. Yeah, uh, all those just, years ago. Huh? Exactly. Just that it, uh, we're now the number four tourist attraction in Metro Detroit, and uh, we had 150,000 people come through last year. Uh, it's all about keeping it free. When Dan, uh, when um, Mayor Bing uh, handed me the keys to the aquarium, we said uh, I will do everything we can to keep it free and open to the public. And here we are. Uh, again, like I said, number four tourist attraction, Metro Detroit. 150,000 people for free last year. Wow. And JP treated you well? He did. He yeah. did. How'd you, how have you jazzed it up to make it you know, relevant to the aquarium? Oh, the, well, the, the way we're keeping it relevant is that um, we're doing a lot of tankscaping. And you think, what's tankscaping? Yeah. What it is, it's like giving the natural environment for the fish. So we've got um, logs or we do different kinds of river basins. So... Uh, when you come down now, instead of just seeing a black or a blue tank painted walls, there's actually the native ins- environment that the fish would be swimming in. So it's pretty cool. Again, we're doing everything we can. We've got it's rentable. You can rent the places for functions, birthday parties, or corporate events. Um, and it's uh, again, it's it's just a nice place to hang out, and it's free. You can't beat that. Can you see any Asian carp in there? I asked for some of those, Did and you? the DNR said there's no way in blank oh. we're going to get Asian carp up here. We've got <laughs> some stuffed ones. but so. But, oh, uh, really? Yes. Okay, so you can see how serious that issue is. It is, and we have an invasive species tank that we display some fish that just don't throw your goldfish back into the river just because it could swim up there. It's, it's an invasive species, and round goby are in there. So there's a lot of different things. Wayne State, we partnered with Wayne State. They have a lab in the basement. And uh, they worked with us on that uh, invasive species exhibit. Is Shed Aquarium the uh, you know the all-time model of what you'd like to go for? Well, speaking of Shed Aquarium, when they built the Shed Aquarium in the 30s, they came here to Detroit to learn how to build an aquarium. Is that so right? we showed them what you know our, our 
the Ballet Aquarium opened August 18, 1904. So we were long into the aquarium business when Shedd Aquarium was built in the 30s. So they came here to learn how to build an aquarium. Oh, but yeah. a Shedd Aquarium is a giant aquarium. Yeah. And I, my kids had aquariums in their rooms when they were little. And, you know, we took them there and they were just, oh, my God, it's so big. See, the nice thing about the Belle Isle Aquarium is you can come here and you can go through it. And then you can hit the conservatory. Belle Isle Aquarium is not the destination. Belle Isle is your destination. Mm-hmm. And once you're on Belle Isle, you can partake in the, the conservatory, the aquarium, the, the Dawson Great Lakes Museum, and the, the, the nature center at the other end. So um, Belle Isle Aquarium, you can get in and get out, and there's a lot of other things to do. And it's free. It's still free. Yes, sir. And where do you get the funding? The Belle Isle Conservancy runs the Belle Isle Aquarium right now. And uh, they spend about $500,000 a year keeping my promise to Mayor Bing, which was keep it free and open to the public. So um, fundraising, uh, the Grand Prix helps us. The just different uh, endowments or, 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 or philanthropists will come in and pick projects to do some restoration for the building. So, again, people donate when they come in. So there's a donation box when you walk in, but hmm. there's not enough $20 bills every week. What's your favorite fish in there? Is there one you go talk to every day? and? Sort of well, admire. The, yeah, it's a, it's a, a lot of people say that, but it, there's no favorite fish. It's 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 the and I was just talking to someone earlier today. People say, "Why did you save the Belle Isle Aquarium?" Well, my four year old niece was down there yesterday, and she was standing there on the railing looking in the Nemo tank, and that's why I saved the Belle Isle Aquarium because this generation would not have that. It's been there for since 1904. So we all grew up with the Belle Isle Aquarium, but if we didn't save it, this next generation would have lost that. That Nemo has been good for the aquarium business. Nemo has, has been. Nemo and Dory are both there. Every time we see a little kid walking up, we're like, hey, did you find Nemo and Dory yet? Yeah. Well, I mean, the balance of education and entertainment edutainment, I guess is what you call it, and that's what you're going for there? You get both? You do. In fact, the, the city of Detroit's uh, fifth graders all go through the Belle Isle Aquarium. For the, they have uh, field trips down there. So it's not just a field trip. there; It's an educational program, and they do the conservatory and the aquarium. So you'll come into the aquarium, and they'll say, this fish eats the berries off of this tree, and then that tree is over there in the conservatory. So it's kind of neat how we marry the two buildings together. And it's actually not two buildings. When Albert Kahn designed the Belle Isle Aquarium Conservatory, it's actually one building. Do you have a model of the Line 5 pipeline in one of the tanks? Do I have a what? That'd be interesting to see. Let's go to the Straits of Mackinac. Right now, it's MPS. Hello, I'm Captain Chris Shepler of Shepler's Mackinac Island Ferry. Welcome aboard Michigan's Big Show starring Michael Patrick Shields. It's smooth sailing in the Straits of Mackinac, so find us at the Mackinac City or St. Ignace Dock. I'm at the helm now, so enjoy MPS the rest of the way. Hey, Matt Rhodes from Dusty Cellar is here, and he's bringing food to the studio. We're having another party. Matt, nice to see you, especially given the circumstances. Good to see you, Michael. Yep, always love doing our catering. Can't tell you how many parties I've been to in this area that have been catered by Dusty Cellar, and it's all kinds of varieties of bashes. We do everything, family, corporate, social. You can come pick it up. We can deliver it. We can bring servers, whatever your needs are. So if I want, I can have a party. You can staff it. If I just want to have it dropped off, you can do that, too, and I can even come pick it up if it's a small gathering. Absolutely. Whatever you'd like. What if I want to have it at your place. I always see different little functions going on in a different room. We do, Michael. We have four different options for you. The Napa and Tuscan room, Leland Bordeaux. They're all different sizes, different feels.
deals. So whatever your party is, we can customize just for you. I had a party in the Bordeaux room recently, and it ended up spilling into the tap room. That was a good fun that night. Catering services brought to you in-house, private dining at Dusty Cellar or Dusty Cellar Online. DustyCellar.com is on Grand River in Okemos seven days a week and at your party in-house, too. Right now, it's 4 a.m. somewhere, and all is not quiet. Because the dreams that matter don't happen while people sleep. And the ones who truly change the world are those who can't wait to get out in it. Delta. Keep climbing. Well, it seems spring has finally sprung. And if you're like me, that means getting outside and working on all those home improvement projects I've been thinking about all winter. And while you're doing those activities, Consumers Energy wanted me to remind you to stay safe. Look up, look out, and be careful around power lines. Just as important, know what's below when digging. Call Miss Dig at 811 three or more days before you plan to dig to have underground lines and wires marked. This message is from Consumers Energy, where they proudly say, Count on us. BBC Radio has gotten its hands on a previously unheard Freddie Mercury track after a decade-long search. The version of Time Waits for No One, previously released, was part of the soundtrack for the 1986 musical Time. The new version is an early piano rehearsal with different vocals from the Queen star. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are poking fun at tabloid rumors. Kutcher sharing a video on Instagram of the two of them mocking an In Touch Weekly issue that claims they broke up. Kunis reads on the cover that she felt suffocated, and Kutcher asks if it was because he was overbearing. She also points out the magazine's claim that she took their kids. Adam Lambert is dropping off a new single, the new release title Coming In Hot, out June 26th. Lambert is heading out on tour with Queen next month. Santana is kicking off its U.S. tour with the Doobie Brothers in California. The Supernatural Now tour runs through August 25th with stops in over 30 cities. Ozzy Osbourne will play a troll king in a new movie. The rock legend will lend his voice to the animated motion picture Trolls World Tour due for release next April. The DreamWorks animation movie is a sequel to Trolls and will bring back its stars Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick. Other famous voices in the movie include George Clinton, Mary J. Blige, and Kelly Clarkson. That's entertainment. Jennifer Bolsoni, NBC News Radio. Hello, Detroit. You've won my heart. You're Speaking of winning a heart, Linda Kubit is with us here, and uh, she's on our stage here at the Foundation Hotel the, from the uh, Architectural Structural Warehouse. Architectural right? Salvage Warehouse. That's Detroit. easy for you to say. Thank you very much for that <laughs> correction. The reason I say Detroit, you hear Sammy Davis singing about Detroit in the background there and winning hearts is that you were living in paradise in on Maui. Absolutely. I left paradise to come to Detroit for a whole different paradise. Isn't that amazing? No, that's, that's a, if that isn't a statement, I don't know what is. Why did you pick Detroit to uh, Well, come Detroit back to- has so much going on right now. We have such a livelihood. We've always had a great spirit. We've always had the spirit of artists, of workers, of makers, of people who want to change things. Now everyone's coming together and changing Detroit for the better. We still have a lot of old history here. We're embracing that history. The Detroit Foundation Hotel, of course, being one of those embracing of history. This was, in fact, the old Detroit Firehouse headquarters. 
So being the old Detroit Firehouse headquarters, we had to preserve that history. So we were actually contacted by the Detroit Foundation Hotel and with McIntosh Forest, who were the architects for this particular hotel, that we did the deconstruction. So we safely removed all these materials that could be repurposed in the hotel themselves. And then we also have for other people to have purchased or have made other things from them. So we had to salvage a lot of wood from here. People had purchased that, built beautiful tables, had them all over the city. So various other makers who build things have, in fact, been able to have a little bit of the history of the Foundation Hotel and the in fact, are you having a weird flashback because uh, you're wearing a Hawaiian dress with a flower in your hair and there are all sorts of people around here, thanks to Emily T. Gale and this <laughs> aloha party that we're having, wearing uh, alays and, ho- and Hawaiian shirts and so forth. It, it must be a, it's a strange juxtaposition. Well, Aloha Friday always was every Friday in Hawaii. Right. And oh. so everybody comes together, celebrates the fact of it being the end of the week, all of right. that great spirit and collectivity and community. So it's only a continuation of that, and that's what Emily's bringing here to Detroit. She's trying to bring that aloha spirit so everyone contributes to the community and then thanks each other as well. Bob Lambert, uh, Linda is talking about what happened here in this building, the former fire station. Uh, which came first when your company decided to open a boutique hotel in Detroit? Was it this building being available, or were you looking to open a hotel and you searched for this and found it? Well, we identified the building. Uh, it, it was available. We knew Detroit was a, uh, a potential market for us. And then, uh, you know, the, the RFP came out for this building, and we said, uh, let's, let's get involved. And so it was a little bit of both. Um, I really, um, I, I really look at our company and the foresight that they had to, to, to see the possibilities of Detroit well before anybody else did from a hotel perspective. You know, we, again, we put the foundation here, uh, before anybody else did. So it was, uh, it was perfect timing, um, but some really smart people saw the possibilities. Was there a second place building or this was it? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. And when we, you know, we talk about, uh, for instance, the, the, the uh, train station being converted into retail and office space, or the Ottawa Street Power Station in Lansing has won national awards for turning a factory into a corporate headquarters. Chris Rutherford, it's sort of the thing you specialize in here, and you worked on this property as well. Huh? It is. Uh, Architectural Salvage Warehouse, what we do is we work with building owners, homeowners, to deconstruct and salvage and preserve all these beautiful old materials and then bring them to life in new ways like we have here with the tin ceiling and the headboard walls and all the beautiful details that we work in from those old materials and bring those forward into the future and give them a second and third life. So it's sort of like the ultimate recycling project. Absolutely. That's our main goal is to preserve those materials, keep them out of the landfill. At the same time, we train and employ formerly incarcerated individuals, give them job opportunities, and uh, we're a nonprofit corporation, so uh, our mission is what drives our, our, uh, what we do. So there's lots of work here in the city, right? Yeah. Detroit is one of the best cities in the world for the type of work that we do. Now, Linda, you also are a woman of extremes because you lived on Maui, you lived in Detroit, and... Naples, Naples, Florida, Florida, and Alaska. That's right, but Alaska. And New York City. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what's next in that series, but uh, Naples is sort of the soft spot. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Detroit is where I've decided to buy my home, and it's where I I live. In the city? uh, Actually, at Nice Point, just outside of the city of Detroit. Uh I came back for a little bit of my own family history and purchased the home that my grandfather had, my mother grew up in. So I'm coming back to that circle of life. You know, I've always had an appreciation of Detroit history. It's one of the 
amazing reasons that I decided to come back here. The architecture is unbelievable. We've got grand history throughout our streets everywhere. There's great gems, gems that are yet to be uncovered, that people can come here and build their own home and restore it or build new with inside of it. Architectural Salvage Warehouse is one of those great things that helps the city of Detroit to build their homes or rebuild from abandoned properties. We provide affordable building materials to the general public. So somebody needs to get a toilet, I have toilets for $50. They need a front door, I have a front door for $100. Then I have nicer ones, you know, more extravagant ones. I've got a beautiful set of solid oak, two and a half inch thick doors that are old church doors. They're grand entry, historic things that are $1,400. You know, so I have that whole range of things. I have those architectural features, those true pieces of history. And then I have the regular building materials that might have been taken off of a home in Royal Oak or Birmingham or Gross Point. Hmm. And then people can reuse them. I've got kitchen cabinetry. Somebody decides to remodel their kitchen. Then I can sell that kitchen cabinetry to somebody else for a whole new kitchen in their home. Do you have Coleman Young's throne anywhere? (laughs) No, I do not. (laughs) I would like to get a look at that for sure one of these days. Or maybe that nameplate the old mayor used to have on his desk. Had you heard about that? You know how people have a nameplate on their desk that says, you know, the Honorable Coleman Young Mayor. His had four letters. M-F-I-C. And he would love it when people would ask, what does that stand for? So what does that stand for? Well, you might have to work it out on your own. (laughs) (laughs) The last two letters are in charge. (laughs) 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 Thank you all very much for your great spirit today and and what you're doing. And it's a great pleasure to be here. We'll continue with more, including your forecast from Detroit Foundation Hotel. Come and visit. It's a tourist attraction in its own right. Stop in the lobby, bring your laptop, do a little work, have yourself a drink. Have yourself a fantastic meal. Just come to Detroit. Come to Traverse City. Come to Mackinac Island. Come to Grand Rapids. Come to Mount Pleasant. Come to Reed City. Come to the great Southwest, St. Joe and Benton Harbor, and all those places in between. Come to Firekeepers Casino in Battle Creek, too, through the AT&T microphones. And the state capitol, Lansing, we have a storefront studio right next to the capitol, and that in itself is a tourist attraction. So we'd love to see you there. 26 minutes after the hour, Michael Patrick Shields, back in a flash. Uber's making some changes to its app to help drivers. First off, there's a simulated trip option so drivers can get a tutorial even before they hit the road. Uber says their research shows drivers want to know how to earn extra money. And in that vein, a new option automatically accepts the next trip so drivers can more easily earn consecutive trip bonuses. And a new Today's Opportunities feature shows higher earning zones, places with higher foot traffic, maybe where an event is getting out. When drivers need to cancel a trip, now they'll be able to specify on the app why or what's wrong. The Hopper Travel app will now try to predict the lowest hotel rate for you at almost 300,000 hotels around the world. Add your travel date, destination type of hotel, and Hopper will watch for you and provide a notification when the price drops and it's time to book. YouTube will now let you virtually try on makeup. In the AR Beauty try-on feature, a split screen will show you a makeup review or a tutorial video, and a stream from your own front-facing camera will let you access a palette of colors, like new lipstick shades to try on virtually. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC News Radio. 27 minutes after the hour, spring has finally sprung. In fact, today is the first day of summer, and you might be getting outside and working on a home improvement project on the weekend. If you've been thinking about it, make sure first that you look up and look out and be careful around power lines. Consumers Energy wants me to remind you of that. And also, it's important to know what's below. Call Miss Dig at 8113 or more days before you plan to dig, and they'll have those underground lines and wires marked for you so you can be safe. That message is from Consumers Energy, where they proudly say, 
Count on us, and we count on Mr. John McMurray. Good morning, Michael Patrick. Skies have cleared across a good portion of uh, lower Michigan with a fair weather pattern centered just north of Lake Superior. For this, the first uh, official uh, day of the summer season, summer will begin at 11.54 this morning, and we do expect to see quite a bit of sunshine across the region with the temperatures headed to the 70s. Now, there is another storm system to our west, the rain pattern that was noted across lower Michigan yesterday has shifted off to the east across portions of the Appalachians reaching into the New England states. The next of the series of storms located across the west and uh, northern sections of Nebraska. Showers and thunderstorms are noted throughout uh, portions of the Dakotas stretching westward into Montana and yesterday at Big Sky they had several inches of snow with the cold temperatures uh, throughout the higher elevations. Dry conditions are evident throughout the central and lower plain states and also the southeast Atlantic region. And today in Detroit, the Foundation Hotel with Emily Gale uh, with uh, perfect weather conditions at anything out of doors. Temperatures in Detroit will be well into the mid-70s also with quite a bit of sunshine. Throughout northern Michigan, it will be sunny today. Highs about 70 to 72. We stay fair tonight. Plenty of sunshine to start the weekend with mid-70s, even upper 70s for Sunday and Monday. I'm Michigan's meteorologist John McMurray. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Political commentator and observer Felix Sharp Caballero has his ear on the former Vice President Joe Biden, who would like to be the nominee and president. By the way, Michael Patrick, I'm going on record on your show that Joe Biden will not be the nominee. Joe has a tendency to put his foot in his mouth. Joe is really beginning to show his age. I believe it's going to affect his ability to gain the nomination. News Radio. I'm Lisa Carter. Details are emerging about President Trump's apparent decision to pull out of a military strike against Iran. There are reports that his order to call off the strike came yesterday evening against the advice of both Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and National Security Advisor John Bolton. According to the New York Times and the Washington Post, the operation was to have been in retaliation for Iran shooting down a U.S. drone. NBC's Richard Ingalls says Reuters has been reporting there may have been some last-minute back-channel talks that could have averted the military action. As this uh, operation was either being planned or uh, in its final stages before it was called off, that uh, U.S. President Trump sent a message through Oman to Iran. The strikes were reportedly set to have been carried out before dawn. At least two explosions and a fire have rocked a refinery in southwest Philadelphia. Residents as far away as South Jersey felt the blast, which occurred around 4 a.m. Eastern Time. There have been no reports of any injuries at this time. The fire is said to be contained, but still burning. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is not taking sides in the controversy involving former Vice President Joe Biden. Speaking at the Capitol yesterday, Pelosi called Biden authentic and said any Democratic candidate would be better than the current president. 
Biden is the Democratic frontrunner and is refusing to apologize for saying he was able to work with segregationist senators in the 1970s. Pelosi said all the Democratic candidates will have plenty of time to debate and explain their positions on a variety of issues. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. A couple of UFOs over Kansas City Thursday sparked an explosion of speculation. The two orbs were seen high above the city, and guesses ranged from aliens to weather balloons. Turns out the orbs were balloons launched from Maryland by the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, or DARPA. And summer's officially here. It's also the longest day of the year. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. A single sleepless night can lead to a big jump in the risk of mental health symptoms. A study from the University of Arizona looked at the sleep habits of college students. It found that each night of insufficient sleep raised the risk of mental health symptoms by about 20 percent. Loneliness went up 19 percent, depressed moods went up by 21 percent, and desire to hurt themselves went up 25 percent. Researchers say teaching college students about the importance of sleep on their health may help the situation. Your smart speaker might soon be able to tell if you're having a heart attack. Researchers at the University of Washington are developing artificial intelligence that can detect audio cues of cardiac arrest. The system is based on 911 call samples containing the breathing sounds that come with cardiac arrest. The new system would ask people nearby to provide CPR and call 911 if there's no response. The system may soon be available to consumers. The scientists have created a company to commercialize the technology. Lisa Carter, NBC News Radio. Health Update, Kristen Marks, NBC News Radio. Welcome back. It's Michael Patrick Shields. You know that music because that music uh, sort of spoke to the grits of Detroit. It spoke to the resolve of Detroit. It spoke to the auto business. It spoke to the Super Bowl. And we are here in the heart of it all at Detroit Foundation Hotel. It's Michael Patrick Shields on a Firekeeper's Casino Friday through the AT&T microphones. And the man who has an office right around the corner, Larry Alexander, president and CEO of the Detroit Metro CVB, is that what you're calling it? That's correct. It's a big region here, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oakland, Wayne, Macomb County, and the city of Detroit. And uh, we're talking about the city, obviously, today, mm-hmm. because even when you're a suburban kid or a suburban person, it's becoming more and more frequent that you come downtown for your entertainment instead of going to Auburn Hills or, you know, yep. wherever else it might be. Uh, Michael, it's very exciting. And first of all, good morning to you and to all of your listeners. Uh, but when you see all the development that's taking place in our downtown core, this is the right time to come in and see, feel, and touch the changes that are taking place in this great city. You've been in your role quite some time now, About right? About 20 years now. Yeah, and a lot has changed in 20 years. Oh, boy. We've got uh, a number of uh, new boutique hotels that have opened up and new ones that are coming online. The restaurant scene is absolutely exploding. My staff tell me that there have been over 108 new restaurants in the last three years, and they're all quality restaurants with uh, yeah. uh, farm-to-fresh table foods, with uh, innovative chefs, with great flavor. Uh, we've got great barbecue places that are opening up in downtown at the district. Union Joints is going to have a new spot there. Um, when you look at the entertainment options that are available with the concerts and now having the sports teams downtown, it's an explosion of things to see and doing when you're in Detroit. Do you think that the illiches are being treated unfairly in the media? 
Uh, I do. I think when you look at the investment that they have made uh, for many, many years in the city of Detroit, um, you have to give them recognition for being here when no one else was here and for building this new facility that we now have that's a, a host to provide all this new entertainment. So while, yeah, they may not have completed all the projects that they are uh, uh, planned to do, look at what has already been done, and I'm hoping that they will proceed and finish the rest of the projects. Back at the Capitol, we heard an awful lot about the queue line and the light rail for the longest time and the funding mm-hmm. of it and so forth. And, but now I'm reading that it's a bust. Is that true? I never say transportation is a bust. Yeah. Uh, it may not be getting as many riders as they had hoped to, uh, but at least we have it now. And to be able to see the queue line going up and down Woodward Avenue, uh, to see the people that do ride it, for visitors when they come in, for them to have a chance to experience and go up to the new center area, uh, go up to the DIA and see our great museums that we have and then come back down to our downtown core. It's still something that we needed to have, and I'm glad we have it in our city. When's the last time you climbed aboard? Uh, it's been about a month and a half now. Okay, so you use it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Speaking have of transportation, you got a ship coming in today, I hear. Uh, yes, we do. Going to bring a couple of hundred passengers in. Uh, we've got uh, the Victory 1 and the Victory 2 cruise uh, ships that are coming into Detroit this season. We've got about, uh, I think the last count was 15 uh, uh, dockings that will be take place, and they average between two and 300 visitors. So overall, it's about almost 9,000 visitors that will be coming in. What do they do when a cruise ship comes in here? Well, they have day trips that are planned. They'll go out to the Henry Ford. Uh, they'll nope. go to the DIA. Uh, some of them will want to go just walk around downtown, go to some of the boutique shopping that's available. Does anybody uh, go to Lafayette, Coney Island? Absolutely, I would think so. Absolutely, that's a that's a must see. <laughs> uh, but we've uh, we've partnered with the parade company and uh, some of our other partners, and we've got uh, a welcome that takes place there. We've got the big heads, uh, oh, some yeah. of the Detroit personalities. We've got steel drums that are there, and when they get oh, off the ship, really? you feel like you're in the islands. You know? Oh, no kidding! So yes. every ship gets a big old welcome. Every like ship gets a welcome, not only when they come in, but also when they. Uh, in, uh, disembark as well. Wow, yeah. what a nice way to say thank you for coming, huh? Absolutely. Come back again. We want to be sure they remember coming to Detroit. Come back by land with as many of your friends <laughs> And stay as overnight. Yes. <laughs> uh, stay. So, um, what a, I guess we're pretty close to tearing down Joe Lewis Arena now, huh? That's correct. Uh, Demolition's already started. Uh, no real plans yet for what's going to replace it. Uh, but uh, that that unfortunately has been there for many, many years, and it needed to go. It's a valuable piece of property, yeah. and it really needed to make room for a new development. When you look at what we've done at Cobo with the changes in the $300 million that was invested in that center, we now have a first-class convention facility. Uh, we want to be sure that our neighbor is a first-class venue as well. Uh, so I guess the company that made the deal with the city to you know, develop something in that spot has asked for extra time to sort out what they're going to do? Correct. Well, what would you like you got, to see happen? Oh boy, <laughs> that's a tough question. If you uh, could, you know, given your role, I mean, is it- well, in my hospitality role, it would be great to see some sort of tourism attraction. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is it's on the backside of all the development that's taking place in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably the most feasible thing that has the best chance of success is some sort of housing. Uh, because when you think about apartments that uh, you can get up and look out over to a foreign country, look out on the river, and on one side you see the Ambassador Bridge, and the other side you see Belle Isle. And have a people mover stop. That's correct. That's probably the best 
feasible option that's going to be the most successful. Okay, so, you know, and that'll sell out in 35 seconds, it would seem to me. In downtown Detroit, you can't find spaces right now. Lofts are running at 97% occupancy. Uh, There's more people moving in. Uh, Every time you turn around, there's a new construction that's taking place. Uh, Look at what Gilbert, Dan Gilbert, is building uh, with that new spot at a Hudson site. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's going to be the tallest building in Detroit. Uh, It'll be a great venue. Look at also look at what uh, Fourth Motor Company is doing out in Corktown with uh, the new train station and the first floor of that is going to be open to the public where they can go in and see the atrium and then the upper floors will be used for their innovative development but it's just everywhere you turn there's money being invested in downtown Detroit what was the one thing if there is one thing that you can point to as a turning point because it wasn't really the Super Bowl was it I think it was you do I really do but there was I a think, lag uh, huh uh, after that, when you think about the Super Bowl and the, the changes that, that we started to make in our city as a result of that, when we were hosting 100,000 visitors, and then after that, we had a number of other big events that came, the Ryder Cup, PGA mm-hmm. Championship, All-Star Game, uh, Final Four, and I think that began to let people see that we had the ability, the knowledge, and the wherewithal to host these big events and do a great job, and nobody wants to be embarrassed when you bring a lot of people to your town. And so all the stars lined up, and you had the political community, the corporate community, the philanthropic community that came on board and said, we don't want to let Detroit fail. We want to be sure that we've got a great city. What worries you? That the development stops, uh, that the economy gets soft, uh, that uh, we don't continue uh, this pipeline of new things that are happening. Uh, And if it does stop, then we stop having new stories to tell and new reasons to bring people into our city. If you're speaking to somebody outstate now in Benton Harbor or Mount Pleasant or the state capital of Lansing, Mm -hmm. with 20 seconds to go, what do you want them to take away? Uh, Don't believe the past things you may have heard about Detroit. Come see it for yourself, and I guarantee you, you will enjoy what you see, what you have a chance to uh, experience while you're here, and then you'll go back and you'll tell other people, wow, you can't believe the changes that have taken place in Detroit. Right before your eyes, Larry Alexander, the president and CEO of the Detroit Metro Convention and Visitors Bureau with Michael Patrick Shields, downtown Detroit at Detroit Foundation Hotel, which has become a tourist attraction in its own right. One of our best. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Michael. 42 minutes after the hour. I wish J.P. McCarthy could see this place today. He would just love it. Emily T. Gill is here, too, and it's Michael Patrick on a Firekeeper's Casino Friday through the AT&T Microphones. Rich in tradition while offering modern amenities, Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island is the perfect mix of history and charm. A chain of one. Enjoy breathtaking views of the Straits of Mackinac from the world's longest porch. Play lawn games in the tea garden or relax in the Esther Williams swimming pool. Dressing up for dinner and dancing to the Grand Hotel Orchestra. Make your stay memorable. Experience a grand getaway to this American treasure. To make reservations, visit GrandHotel.com or call 1-800-33-GRAND. Grand Hotel, America's summer place. Ladies and gentlemen, here on the top deck, please cover your ears. We're about to sound the ship's horn. Good day, folks. This is Captain Billy Shuffler. Welcome aboard your Shuffler's Lighthouse Cruise. On today's journey, you will see several lighthouses and learn the history of each. When you book your next cruise, you can choose from five different routes that include a total of 16 lighthouses. Check out our schedule and buy your tickets at shufflersferry.com to experience the best seats in history. Buy discount tickets at shufflersferry.com. We're living in a day and age when it's never been easier to access information or get your questions answered. 
and personally, I love it. I'm always looking up stuff online and trying to learn new things, especially when it comes to my health. And now, thanks to our friends at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and Blue Care Network, healthy living just got easier. I already use the Blue Cross mobile app all the time to access my health insurance coverage information. But now with the new My Blue skill for Amazon Alexa, I can access a variety of health and wellness information using only the sound of my voice. I can say things like, Alexa, ask My Blue what are preventative services? Or, Alexa, ask My Blue for a quick workout. And you can do it too. Everybody with an Alexa-enabled device. All you have to do is open your Alexa app and enable the My Blue skill. That's M-I Blue. Then say, Alexa, open My Blue. The My Blue skill for Amazon Alexa, just one more way Blue Cross is constantly working to connect everyone in Michigan to their health. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Carter. President Trump is said to have sent a message to Iran that an attack was imminent yesterday. Reuters is reporting Iranian officials say the message was sent through intermediaries in the region and said the president was against war and would prefer to talk. But this morning, Iranian officials are telling NBC News that exchange never happened. NBC's Richard Eagle. Trump reportedly ended up calling off the military strike as planes were already in the air. A Texas police officer is dead after being shot by a suspect late yesterday. Investigators say the unidentified mission police officer was waved down and told about a suspect with a weapon. That suspect fired at the officer. He died last night after being taken to McAllen Medical Center. The suspect is reportedly in custody. And the Rolling Stones are kicking off their no-filter tour in Chicago tonight. The tour was supposed to start in April but had to be postponed so Mick Jagger could recover from heart surgery. Lisa Carter, NBC News Radio. Welcome back. It's Michael Patrick Shields, and that theme in the background you're hearing right now was the J.P. McCarthy team. For many, many, many years, my late guide and mentor, and I wouldn't come to the city, and I wouldn't open up a microphone anywhere without talking about J.P. McCarthy. You remember this theme if you listen to that program for over 30 years. Hall of Famer, and uh, had lots of really cool guests, too, who are still fighting the good fight in politics these days. George Miller is one of them, the executive director of the Rainbow connection that Kermit the Frog used to sing about. You got it. Going. Exactly. Nice to see you. Um, one of those people that was a frequent guest on the JP show was Brooks Patterson, and you just mentioned to me that you spoke with him yesterday? I did. I talked to Brooks yesterday, and uh, as you probably know, he's the founder of the Rainbow Connection back in 1985. Uh, he created Rainbow Connection uh, as a, really a tribute to one of his good friends, uh, Janet and Ron Dobson. Uh, Ron and two, his two kids were unfortunately killed in a plane crash back in uh, the early 1980s. Uh, and Brooks and Janet got together and decided to create something that would be lasting, and they created Rainbow Connection, making uh, wishes come true for kids with life-threatening medical conditions. How is Brooks doing? Brooks is doing pretty well. Saw him yesterday, going through treatment, uh, but he's a strong guy, and you know his sense of humor. It's still there. As long as his sense of humor is there, we know Brooks is doing well. I'm lucky I appear with him from time to time on the Carol Kane Michigan Matters show. Absolutely. Sunday mornings, yes. He's... uh, I, I don't know anybody personally that has had a harder life than he has with the amount of tragedy that he has endured. Unfortunately. And uh, to, to see him uh, in a good spirit like that still very, very uh, inspirational. Yes. But you deal in inspiration all the time. It's what you do. Absolutely. It, uh, making these dreams come true uh, is extremely important. Uh, Ingrid Todd is with us also, and she's our wish director. 
Ingrid. Hello. Nice to see you. Thanks for having me. What is the number one wish, or is there is a certain type of wish that you grant more often than others? Absolutely. So the wishes, they either wish to go somewhere, get something, or meet someone. And uh, our number one wish request is uh, Disney World in Orlando. There's a special group we work with there called Give Kids the World, and they facilitate all of our wishes through them. Oh, great, because that place is very expensive. It can be Disney, and they get all eight parks and top-notch treatment at each of them. So it's a very special relationship we have down there. There's a certain civic leader I know here in Detroit who uh, went there for the first time a couple of years ago and took his son. And and, and the man does very well, mind you, right? And uh, he sent me a text. He said, wow, this place is a vacuum cleaner for cash. <laughs> <laughs> He's right about that. Uh, what about meeting people? I understand uh, the, the Avengers are going to get involved soon. Oh, yeah, you know what? Whatever the child's wishes, we do whatever we can to make it happen. Um, we love meet and greets. They are the time when this child gets to dream about meeting their number one fan or celebrity. And uh, making it happen is so special to give them that moment in time. There was a moment here this morning. We've been at this party that uh, Bob Lambert put together here and Emily T. Gale at the uh, Foundation Hotel for, you know, three-hour broadcast. And it's been a full crowd the whole time. But, uh, George, uh, an event happened not here but in your life while you were standing here. Absolutely. What happened? I had a little grandson born. Uh, George Curtis Leahy was born this morning at 745 to my daughter, Darcyanne. Oh, my gosh. How many grandchildren do you have? That's number 10. 10? <laughs> yes. You can have a football team that is, Yeah, at least a full-fledged basketball team, that's for sure. George is a great name. Yes, I agree with that. Thank you. <laughs> How can people get involved if they wish to? Um, well, the ways they can get involved, the ways that uh, Bob Lambert's been helping us, is just to get in contact with us and kind of adopt us in some way. Uh, the Foundation Hotel and the Apparatus Room have actually uh, adopted a kid. Uh, Braylon, his name is, and he, I'm going to let you talk about it anyway, what he wants to do with Braylon. But. Absolutely. So they are kind enough to, uh, they're fundraising for his wish. Yeah. They're going to sponsor his wish in that, and Braylon's going to have a wonderful trip to Disney World when the time is right and treatment allows. Mm-hmm. And we're going to bring him down here and celebrate with the whole staff down here to show how special it is that they made that happen for him. Mm-hmm. Does, um, what about you personally? Uh, does it ever weigh heavy on you, the work that you do and the, and the setting that you do it in? You know, that's a very common question, and I will say no, it does not, because I am one of the very few people who get to step into a room on some of the darkest days that these children have and give them anything they want in the world. Sweet. Yeah, it's amazing. The web address? Uh, rainbowconnection.org. Simple as that, rainbowconnection.org. You bet. And then again, I want to thank Bob, because... Uh, October 17th, we're going to have a uh, fundraiser here in the Apparatus Room and the Foundation Hotel uh, called Detroit Uncorked. We've combined with uh, the Detroit Wine Organization to host a a wine tasting event here. And Bob has really stepped up uh, to help us make sure that this is a a fantastic fundraiser. We're very excited about it. October 17th. October 17th. And you, you realize he's got a blazer on today, but look at the shirt that he's got under there. Captain well, America. Yeah, he's this, our superhero. Yeah, yeah. This, this, no, I'm not the superhero. So this is, uh, I wanted to wear this shirt today because Braylon's wish, part of his wish is to meet the Avengers, shake Captain America's hand. Uh, his favorite uh, Avenger is Incredible Hulk. So when we finally get to meet uh, Braylon, uh, we're going to do some cool stuff. So it, this is this is for Braylon, not uh, not because I think I'm a superhero That's at all. Sweet. Well, a lot of people here think you are, and uh, so we'll just go with that. I'd say it's a very nice thing to do. It is the Detroit Foundation Hotel, and thank you both very much for uh, sharing a little bit of your lives with us. And 
all the joy that you spread. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you much. Very appreciate much. it. Tell uh, Mr. Patterson I said I love him. I absolutely will. Would you please? Thank you. Most he likes to say, he's fascinated that I ran with the Bulls in Spain a couple he of years ago. He absolutely is. And every time I see him, that's what he talks about. <laughs> or we talk about the old days with JP, you know, yeah. which was very, very good. And, yep. and he likes to tell people, I don't think he ran with the Bulls. I think the Bulls ran from him. <laughs> take it in good spirit. That's okay. That's, that's right. okay. Nine before the hour, Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphones. Very, very pleased to be with you. When you carry a card from Blue Cross Blue Shield, the Michigan Blue Care Network, you don't worry because you have the right health plan for your family and access to the most and best doctors in Michigan. Visit the new bcbsm.com. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan where confidence comes with every card. The Line 5 pipeline runs under the Straits of Mackinac. Ryan Duffy updates uh, about uh, the number one question he gets at open houses when they go around the state talking to people. It depends how they're impacted, but they really want to know what we do to keep the line safe. And I think a lot of times they're really surprised about all we do because, uh, sure, Line 5 has been there uh, operating safely for more than 60 years. But sometimes I think people think, you know, we just uh, leave it in the ground and that's it. But uh, they're really surprised to hear how much work goes into keeping that line safe and how much we do every day uh, to do that. So I think that's, that's a big part of what we like to talk to people about. Thinking of a new air conditioning unit for your home? Hi, Peggy Doty with Doty Mechanical. A new carrier high-efficiency AC unit will lower your energy usage and increase your home comfort. Current carrier cool cash offers and available utility rebates mean your savings have never been better. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 or visit us at dotymechanical.com for your free estimate. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. Would you or someone you know love to make a difference in the lives of kids and get paid for it? Dean Transportation is now hiring responsible and caring school bus drivers. You'll earn a competitive benefits package, 401k, paid time off, and we offer flexible scheduling. Excellent driving history required. Paid CDL training provided. Apply now at deantransportation.com slash jobs. That's deantransportation.com slash jobs. Make a difference in the lives of our kids and get paid to do it. The newest NBA superstar has arrived. Zion Williamson chosen number one in the NBA draft by the New Orleans Pelicans. The Wooden Award winner being called a generational talent after averaging right at 22 points, nine rebounds, two steals, and two blocks per game as a freshman at Duke. You know, as a little kid, you say you want to go to the NBA. People basically say you got to, like, have a plan B because the chance of doing it is just little to none. And for me to be selected number one, I mean, I, I can't dream it no better than that. After Williamson at number one, Murray State point guard John Moran, who hardly anybody knew about a year ago, was chosen second by the Memphis Grizzlies, and Zion's fellow Blue Devils freshman teammate R.J. Barrett went number three to the New York Knicks. That's when the NBA draft went off script, with the Atlanta Hawks choosing DeAndre Hunter from the national champion Virginia Cavaliers at number four. The Hawks acquired that selection by trading three draft picks to the Pelicans, including number 8 and 17 in the first round. Matt Stewart, NBC News Radio. Politics. This is a responsible first step in ensuring that our roads are funded. There will be ongoing conversations with the administration and the Senate, and I look forward to reaching a consensus. If somebody called from a country, we have information on your opponent. I think I'd want to hear it. You want that kind of interference in our elections? It's not an interference. They have information. I think I'd take it. Sports. The Toronto Raptors are NBA champions, and the St. Louis Blues 
are the Stanley Cup champions. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. Okay, in our closing minutes here in Detroit, uh, we are lucky to have Alana Rue with us and from the Detroit Historical Society and Rebecca Salmon and Witt, also from the Detroit Historical Society, and I object to this interview. <laughs> you because do. neither of you ladies are old enough to know anything about history. Oh, that's Come not on. true. We're older than you think. No, oh, I don't yes. believe We're well are. preserved. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you want people to know about history? Because it is quite diverse over the years here in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it is. Um, So at the Detroit Historical Society, our mission is to tell Detroit stories and why they matter. And we do that at two museums here, which a lot of people don't know. We have the Detroit Historical Museum in Midtown and also the the Dawson Great Lakes Museum out on Belle Isle. Um, Yeah, where we're just getting ready to break ground next week on a significant outdoor enhancement. Uh, project, so we're really excited. Do you leak what it is right here. Pardon and the pun. No, sure. Um, we're going to have new event space outside, right on the Detroit River, um, and uh, uh, an incredible memorial to the Edmund Fitzgerald. Mm. As well as, I think what people are most excited about is we're putting in a new kayak launch, a zero All access right. entry kayak launch, yeah. right on the Detroit River. Wow! How about that? Very okay, cool. um, Rebecca, I'm going to give you a trivia question. Yeah. Who was Coleman Young? Who? Come on. <laughs> Coleman Young was the mayor when I was in law school here in Detroit. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe I did underestimate you. <laughs> I think you did. So I think I'm pretty sure my uh, my uh, late boss and mentor, J.P. McCarthy, is part of your exhibit there. Yes, yes. he is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this was a, this was a real radio town, isn't it? It's yeah. a newspaper town and a radio town. It is. It, yeah, it's terrific. There's a lot of great history there. We try to tell that history in our uh, LSE Gallery of Culture where we talk about, you know, all of those things, um, fashion, media, sports, and all of that. And we have some really cool exhibitions coming up right now that, uh, Rebecca, if you can touch on those, you get people to come down and visit us. Well, you know, we've got a great one just opened last weekend about the uh, Negro Leagues and the Detroit Stars. And, I mean, it is it is fantastic. It's in well, the Gallery of Culture. Yeah. Everybody should come. So you're coming to a Tiger game. You can put that on the schedule exactly and then right. go to the game afterward. And we're free exactly all right. summer. Free all yeah, summer. Free all summer. summer. Exactly Is there a web right. address for people who can plan ahead? DetroitHistorical.org. Thank you, ladies, right. very much. Appreciate that. And it's Thank nice you. to be a small part of Detroit history, having worked for uh, JP and Bill Bonds and Dick Burton and all the rest of them. Absolute oh, legends. And today we're all working for Emily T. Gale. Will you say nice <laughs> things about Detroit? Every day. I will, too. I Every promise. day. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who contributed today, including Tony Cuthbert. My name's Michael Patrick Shields. Oh, let's talk Monday. Uber's making some changes to its app to help drivers. First off, there's a simulated trip option so drivers can get a tutorial even before they hit the road. Uber says their research shows drivers want to know how to earn extra money. And in that vein, a new option automatically accepts the next trip so drivers can more easily earn consecutive trip bonuses. And a new Today's Opportunities feature shows higher earning zones, places with higher foot traffic, maybe where an event is getting out. When drivers need to cancel a trip, now they'll be able to specify on the app why or what's wrong. The Hopper Travel app will now try to predict the lowest hotel rate for you at almost 300,000 hotels around the world. Add your travel date, destination type of hotel, and Hopper will watch for you and provide a notification when the price drops and it's time to book. YouTube will now let you virtually try on makeup. In the AR Beauty try-on feature, a split screen will show you a makeup review or a tutorial video, and a stream from your own front-facing camera will let you access a palette of colors, like new lipstick shades, to try on virtually. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC News Radio. 
A single sleepless night can lead to a big jump in the risk of mental health symptoms. A study from the University of Arizona looked at the sleep habits of college...